<laughs> Boom! <laughs> I love it. Cool. Hello. Awesome. Hello. Today I have Ryan Gregory here, who is a uh, Mandala and Sacred Geometry artist, amongst many other things that have in common. Um, it not only, I mean, it's going to start with how beautiful your beard is, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, about, oh, I don't know, man, about six six years old now. Well, so, yeah, I haven't shaved for a while. I haven't yeah. shaved for a while. And then kind of before that, I had like a rather large moustache as well. This, um, this was for the moustache championships? It was indeed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, just this weird kind of like subculture like <laughs> that like people really strangely get into. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've, I've done... Two British Beard and Moustache Championships. Um, yeah, one beard category and one moustache category. Um, where, where did you come in this? <laughs> you know, I didn't win anything, man. Oh. Um, no, so uh, so back in 2012, um, well, actually, do you know what? So uh, 2011, I started growing a moustache. Mm-hmm. I've always played around with my facial hair anyway. Yeah. And then I started growing a moustache. Uh, and just, obviously, the wondrous world of the internet, yep. you know, <laughs> you come across all of these weird things. <laughs> um, and I was, you know, I was doing research about how to make my own, like, moustache wax and made that. And then I came across um, the British Beard and Moustache Championships and, like, the World Championships. And I was like, oh, my God god yeah. this looks amazing yeah. um kind of like yeah. grew with uh the pun there i grew uh, with uh, <laughs> yeah with members when they <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely which was like a really good excuse for everyone to grow like a ridiculous mm. kind of mustache but it also started to become like a thing like how good can you grow a mustache <laughs> well yeah the length i've got is probably similar to now i would like okay. to, to your level well, to be honest, like just looking at your thickness, man, like yours, I'd say that yours is a lot better than mine. You yeah. know, like obviously I've got more length, but that that yeah. only that only means that I don't trim it. Lens you know, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, and you've got like a proper like yours is way more ginger than mine, man. Yeah. Like I would love like a full on ginger <laughs> beard. Like, yeah, <laughs> do you know what? I don't. Um, not. Do you know what? It's just one of those things that like. I really, really want to start it. Um, I'm not very good at watching things on my own. Um, and I know that if I did start it on my own, I know I wouldn't get v- very far. Yeah. But do you know what? I think I just need a Game Game of Thrones buddy. That's, yeah. all, it, that's all it is. Yeah. There's a dude in um, Game of Thrones called Tormund who's got like a very ginger beard and... Uh, Okay. For a long time, I didn't like my orangutan DNA, but now, <laughs> now he's made it better. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, now I'm proud. <laughs> um, it's the, the, apparently, ginger people have like a higher threshold to pain. Okay. Which, like, I'm willing to argue as a ginger person, no. <laughs> like, I don't think I do. Like, my, so you've met my housemate. She, yeah. She's into yeah. all sorts of like spiritual shamanic stuff. And, okay. Um, awesome. This morning, we filmed me doing Sananga. Okay. Have you heard of Sananga? No, I don't think I have. No. Another like Amazonian medicine where you um, okay. It's like an eye drop made from a root, and um, wow. you drop it in your eyes, and then um, laying down, and then you open your eyes, and then it's extreme searing pain, and you and, like it brings all the tension to your face, and, and right, like, you become emotional, and like everything kind of comes out, right? Like, just, okay. It's like a purge of like emotions, and, like, and it's kind of like mentally you have to like acknowledge that you, you're gonna have to keep opening your eyes and blink it out until right. it's gone. Okay. Um, and 
Yeah, she <laughs> she's not ginger. She's blonde. And <laughs> when I do her eyes, she just lays there like and blinks, you know, happily. Yeah. And then okay, when I do it, okay. I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm wincing. But I'll upload like the video to Instagram a bit later. And like, yeah. <laughs> funny to see <laughs> wow okay so 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 the purpose of of of, of so what's it called sorry Sananga, it's yeah. Sananga. so uh so um, for the tribes it was mm. to clear their vision right get like crystal clear vision afterwards right so, okay yeah. so you, you can re- you can see me really clearly right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, <laughs> um okay awesome um wow i've never i've never heard of that i've yeah. never heard of that man yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> One of the uh, I feel me and Ryan are connected here is because uh, we are both advocates of safe usage of uh, mm. psychedelics. Mm. So um, we'll step into that before we go into your art because it's kind of like mm. the reason behind your art, right? Yeah, I uh, I think yeah, I think it's probably like my biggest inspiration. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I don't think there's I don't think there'll be sort of many people out there sort of producing like the same kind of sort of work as as I do if they didn't delve into. Uh, yeah uh, psychedelics I think Um, but yeah you know it's 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 changed me as 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 a human being I think you know I wouldn't be the person I am today if it were not for um, the safe use of psychedelics you know absolutely Um, you know um, I'm like now 30 Two That's did it. have to think about that yeah. for a little while. They're meaningless to me, and uh, they are. It's I think yeah. like with the usage of psilocybin and um and like the I know the the reconnecting of your brain, like you start to value mm. different things and like sort of traditional yeah. capitalist shit doesn't yeah. mean anything <laughs> no 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 no. of course it's not yeah of course it doesn't yeah. of course it doesn't um yeah I just think like the whole way that our society has sort of built itself up is um quite deranged and uh yeah and i i i, I definitely think that the the use of psychedelics can change that mm-hmm. you know i am i'm a great believer that it can change that and it, it's it, it can make a a kinder happier more compassionate world mm-hmm. um you know sort of coming away from the sort of capitalist bullshit just 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 coming away from materialism really you know because that's basically the train of the reason why people work and okay and obviously people need roofs over their heads they need to feed themselves but realistically everyone's got that or obviously a lot of people have got that some people don't unfortunately but you know that's all you need though isn't it that's all you need really for to be happy and then you know you need people around you who love you and you know you, and that's what's important isn't it is love you know um and i think that taking psychedelics it it it, it gets me more in tune with number one nature mm-hmm. being in the present moment mm-hmm. understanding what love is um and just understanding the um that that is what's important you know it's not about materialistic you know ideas or anything like that you know it's just we live in such a a culture where it's like we just consume don't we mm-hmm. you know um we advance you know with our technology it just is constantly advancing and because of that it just leads to sort of this endless um i suppose it's like a uh conveyor belt isn't it of just like oh, i need this yeah. oh, i need this and now i've got this and now i've got this and you know you know and it, and it never ends it never ends and i just think that psychedelics um can change that mm. in a way 
um yeah for sure through rewiring and like mm. i think the capitalist structure is driven a lot by like unhappiness but it's also mm. fueled by unhappiness yeah because, oh like, of course it is i work nine hours a day and then i'm not happy so then i buy things but then i need to work more to buy more things so i'm working more so I need yeah. to work more, and it just yeah the cycle just continues whereas like suddenly the usage of psilocybin you like kind of like readjust and you're like oh you know i can go without mm. these things or you know i'm happy yeah. just to be around person like it's interesting you say like you only really need a roof from people around you because if you take away someone's stuff let's say you take some random person that's obsessed mm. with like new phone new everything yeah. new car yeah. like they're not going to want to just hang around with a person they want to mm. like you know go on the internet and watch shit and buy shit and and go to clubs or whatever but if you were to like I don't know through uh, through some like circumstantial situation they find themselves with just a person on the roof and then mm. it's a it's like they would mm. they would learn so much about like how how to be around people that like, i found mm. i would i would force myself away from people because i didn't want to associate because i wanted to do all these things that i thought were important but now like I'm, I'm just as happy and content just to be around a person and let's mm. open up a whole new doors of conversation how to interact yeah. like what's acceptable socially like to hug people to hug friends yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah like, of know, course it's, it's very like stereotype england to be like you know cold like hello yeah yeah absolutely yeah no of course um yeah human contact so important isn't it which um obviously this crazy world that we're living in at the moment <laughs> uh where it's you know shunned and you know you can't you can't hug people and yeah. um and, and 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 i think that's a, a real shame you know at the moment um but um but yeah you know sort of just just going into like the whole getting rid of like material material possessions um you know if you go and speak to any hunter gatherer tribes or people who perhaps like live sort of more of a nomadic lifestyle where they can't have just loads of stuff yeah. because they're moving around you know they're moving around the, the pastures or you know whatever any any society that isn't in our society you know like this crazy western world that we live in um and there's not going to be any suicide rates you know there's going to be very little depression anxiety is only going to be there for a reason yeah. you know for, for the reason why it's there in the first place you know naturally yeah yeah of <laughs> yeah. course i'm anxious that it's not going to rain you know um or i'm anxious that you know uh, that there's bears around tonight or, or whatever you know the the when, you know, in society that we're in at the moment, you know, you've got all of these these crazy, uh, these crazy things like that, that they're there because of um, like how how society has built itself up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there, there's there's happiness, isn't there? You know, um, go and speak to any hunter gatherers, uh, you know, societies and, and, and generally people are live a very wholesome life you know without sort of worry um you know and then come into this country and then you've got people on antidepressants and you've got people you know just taking loads of drugs and like you know but like for the wrong reasons you yeah. know um just to get yeah. the high right like yeah yeah serotonin boost yeah yeah of course i see that like the the unhappiness in this country um it seems to stem from like the, like the continuism and and, yeah. and and like, but I feel like it's more. Um, have you heard of full stamets? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. 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 yeah he's yeah. like. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love him. Oh. Yeah, he's great. Mushrooms being like a neurotropic, like vitamin. Mm. Like, like to, mm. like it should be in our diet naturally. And we're kind of like, like imagine if you're deficient in vitamin D, you get depressed, or yeah. you know, whatever other vitamin. Mm. Um, or nutrients that your body needs then you're going to have side effects and i feel like like that just mm. seems to be it because mm. i went from like years and years and years of just no matter what i tried like exercise diet like mm. uh, vegan non-vegan uh, whatever just try everything not to be in that like low state of like mm. just being and like being anxious about everything mm. entirely like, just beginning to think that i was broken and then i consumed psilocybin once yeah okay and i immediately notice like mm. feel alive like mm. and like for anyone that is watching that doesn't understand quite what i mean i mean like i could actually feel the muscles in my hands my body like i could i could breathe again i mm. could i literally felt my brain rewiring and yeah i'm happier and since doing it more just i feel superhuman compared mm. to what i was and i'm starting to yeah. see culturally like it's almost comical like what's mm. going on and, and how people yeah. behave it's like can immediately see like why someone's upset or you know you can mm. read people better <laughs> yeah like, dude like being present isn't it yeah it's being a lot more in the present moment um yeah you know instead of worrying about the past or or, or sort of worrying about the future having anxiety of uh, you know about the future mm. i think it allows uh i think it's a platform to be able to sort of bring ourselves back to the present moment because you know it's that is all, or that is all we've got, and um, that's the most important moment, isn't it? You know, um, and and I think you know being able to, you know, when you are on psilocybin and you're like, you're in the woods and you know you're off on like you know your little sort of like nature, you know, expeditions and like you know you're just studying nature and I you know what that's that's you know definitely the number one setting you know for me for like psilocybin you know is in the woods um and uh and yeah just it just gives me that absolute stability to be in the present moment to appreciate nature mm. um and i'm not thinking about anything else you know um i'm not thinking about anything else and and i know that psilocybin is just so good for my mental health mm. And I definitely think that it could be really beneficial to a lot of other people. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. It we're, really, really could. We're beginning to see the scientific community, like, give up their, like, arrogance. Because, like, mm. from, like, I yeah. think we're the same age, they're growing up. Like, yeah. It, it, magic mushrooms was, like, a like a thing for, like, losers, right? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doing mushrooms and, like, laying yeah. around. Same with weed. Same with, like, name mm. a drug. And it was yeah, all, yeah. we come to realise that they were slander campaigns, right? So they were mm. intentionally made to look yeah. bad for for whatever reason yeah um like throw your conspiracies out there whatever one um and i'm, I'm i am fascinated as to why they were prevented like because the mm. romans were the first to sort of like you know mm. tell the pagans to stop that shit yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you, like some free thinking you should be under our rule of thumb <laughs> you know yeah you know our guidance our government our system like you know do this like so it's almost like it's we finally broken loose from that, mm. and the scientific community are now like, uh, okay, let's let's see what these guys are talking about, mm. and we're seeing like people with PTSD like completely cured yep. of it, like people with depression completely cured of it, people yep. athletes performing better, like MMA fighters that you know are, like recording um, data that they feel like they can predict the future in their in their with fights. like microdosing, yeah, yeah, yeah man, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is yeah. the vitamin, it should be. Oh, of course it is, man. Like we've we've evolved with these substances, haven't we? You know, um, 
you know, mushrooms and just uh, just all of these plant teachers, you know, all of these natural substances, you know, it's no different to tomatoes and, you know, spinach. They're, they're plants, you know, they're plants. And we've evolved w along with these plants. And it really has, you know, it's only been like a blip in the human history that they've been demonized and 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 yeah I, I, I but you know it's, it's a shame but i think with the power of the internet um you know i think things are changing i think you know with certain people putting out the right information um you know weighing the options up and actually just going you know just just giving people another view of the these these aren't just for layabout hippies yeah. who like to get off of their face and you know they're taking these substances to to get away from real life yeah. when actually really is the complete opposite yeah. because actually for me you know taking these substances it, it brings me to the core essence of life and it's like well actually this is life you know yeah. um and what i was just talking about like in the present you know to live in the present moment that is to truly live um and i just think that you know psychedelics it brings us into the present moment so actually it it, it, it is the um the uh like it yes yeah, it's, it's the core of, of 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 everything i think um yeah well so i kind of want to break this down to like people mm. that have like no real clue what we're talking about mm. um, so because I feel like we can get carried away like talking about like what we know and yeah yeah about. of course so if you're yeah. still watching so if I'm correct that mycelium is in like the top layer of soil globally like it's, it's, yeah it's a, it's a huge network isn't it yeah. so if you yeah. watch Avatar the roots and the connectivity and like, that's exactly like, that's it where the you know the the inspiration from that comes from it's yeah. a real thing like, yeah uh, is it in Poland like the biggest one they've they've noted is like a hundred thousand miles or something of forest it's, yeah falling. Like, yeah isn't really it cool. like yeah it's like the biggest 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 organism on the planet or something yeah. isn't it um i i don't know where i just plucked that from but i'm pretty sure that's right it definitely is yeah. i think it is isn't Internet it yeah. facts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, imagine, imagine. there's probably more that we don't know there's you know like we've got wireless technology right so like hmm. they if you if you know some other species came here that was like neanderthal-esque and really mm. understand like they would think we were you know magic <laughs> and that we, oh of course we, well, we it is through wireless yeah yeah it is so yeah. like we used to say that there's not wireless you mm. know connectivity between things as well like yeah Lex Freeman have you heard of Lex Freeman yeah of course man yeah yeah of He's course for sure that trees have a language and like, yeah you know, their life cycles are just like so long that yeah. we can't even interpret it <laughs> yeah um you know, apart from when we cut them down and use them to make uh, <laughs> crap <laughs> yeah you don't need yeah uh, like posters of the backstreet boys <laughs> <laughs> oh man you just slanted my favorite band um... <laughs> <laughs> the music's good but the posters are unnecessary <laughs> uh, so mm. so like the globe so if you look at earth there's like a, a mm. being that has a consciousness that connects to this like wireless technology yeah, much like we yeah. do as human beings with our yeah. you know, version then it starts to sort of become apparent that like we're part of that and like what we do to the earth like it does back to us you know the sense mm. of climate change and like it just makes sense to sort of reconnect and and in the less boho spiritual term like invest some research into these things and, mm. and i guess we are now but like i'm still annoyed <laughs> yeah yeah no of course um but yeah it it, it is it's a, it's a vast network isn't it um you know fungi is just the whole subject 
And really, like, I didn't... I, 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 I was, it wasn't really until sort of Paul Stamets, mm. you know, sort of discovering his work, um, obviously taking psilocybin, and then discovering Paul Stamets, but he kind of sort of opened up like the whole sort of mycology as a subject to me mm. to be really, really interested in it. You know, um, I'm certainly no, certainly no expert in it, but the subject just it just blows my it blows blows me away because you know back in school, you know in in biology and like all of our classes when did we when did we really learn about mushrooms yeah, and was. the role that mushrooms played and I'm you know I'm not obviously not talking about psilocybin mushrooms at the moment I'm just talking yeah. about mushrooms you know fungi yeah. you know as a whole um and they they play such an important role mm. um in the earth um you know we wouldn't we we wouldn't be you know the reason why we're human is because of fungi um you know and it's just yeah like you know people need to learn about it you know because it because it's so important it really is like paul stamets's work is i think him obviously being sort of aired through people like joe rogan who sort of you know puts paul stamets's work out there i think you know really really important really important yeah and um we need like more acolytes that are willing to like learn and, and keep that knowledge because like mm. I can't find many other people similar to Paul Stamets to be fair like no he's he's a he's like a great philosopher of this like knowledge like mm. it particularly is this thing as bees um you know yeah. like, we're trying to save them yeah the, the virus is going around this one particular fungus like takes away that, that mm. wing shrinking virus um because uh, they need it too and like um and just that dawning realization that he talks about it where he, he was like every stereotype of a beehive is usually in a rotting tree mm, like okay you know, hole like and it's just yeah like, that's, that's like not by like accident like they seek it out because it has mycelium and mm. all the things they need they can cultivate it it's kind of like mm. building your town like near the ocean or like, yeah. like in the desert like, <laughs> yeah. like you can yeah. have more resources at one of those spots it's, um i find the whole thing super interesting and i um i just want it to grow um and the more people sort of talk about it so i guess me and you talking about it mm. will reach some people you know they might try absolutely like every i think every guest i've had on the podcast has not every but majority has had a uh an interest in it but never tried mm. and yeah sort of okay. doesn't really know how and i guess like legally speaking like, <laughs> yeah unless you find it naturally in the woods uh, <laughs> i know what you're looking at then, uh, by all means i don't know how to get them um, <laughs> it's I think it's important. Uh, and think Colorado, they've like legalized it, right? So yeah, man. Israel, yeah. Go to Colorado, do a mushroom. Ceremony. Yeah. And then once yeah. you're in, you you kind of you can. It's almost like your brain fog goes away, and you can start figuring out how how to you know what to look for. And yeah, um, like like a great awakening. Yeah. No. Abs. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I you know I think I think there's there's a lot of people out there sort of in two camps, aren't they? Obviously, various camps, but you know the camp of people who really want to try it but maybe they just don't know sort of how to try it but then that time will come mm-hmm. you know um and then obviously you've got people um who never done never done any sort of psychedelic drug like that and they do still just think that it's you know a waste of time yeah. um that kind of thing i was trying to have a conversation with my dad over uh over christmas um <laughs> it was christmas eve man like we we're just really like i think we were on the carver um and uh yeah and i was, and I was just talking to, trying to talk to him about psychedelics you know and just how important they've they've been you know in my life you know i'm 
try and be open and honest, you know, with everybody and, uh, you know, even my family. Um, and, and it, yeah, it's just, just simply because he, he, just because he hasn't had that experience himself, he can't see the benefits of it, you know, and, um, and, 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 and I find, and I find, I find that really sad, you know, I find that sad that, um, that people think that because as soon as you do do it, you realize that you're tapping into another, another side of your consciousness, Mm -hmm. um, and that there is something there. You know, there is something there that there's teachings to be to be learned. Um, and that's 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 a really good way of seeing psychedelics. I, I feel is that they're teachers, yeah. you know, they're substances that teach you lessons. You know, I think that I'm a kinder, more compassionate, more loving uh, human being because of them. You know, I really, really am, um, you know, like done quite a lot of acids in the past um sort of in my early 20s and i think i've 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 gone through some hard times on acid mm-hmm. um you know like absolute and ultimate self-reflection <laughs> and you know at the time bloody horrible yeah. <laughs> you know because i was looking at all the shitty things that i've ever done in my life and i was like oh man like, I need to butt my ideas up, you know, like, you know, I was, I was a little bit of a reckless sort of like adolescent, I'd say, you yeah. know, I parted quite a lot, did a lot of drugs, um, probably did quite a few shitty things, you know, um, and then I took psychedelics, you know, and then, and then uh, really it was, it was acid that kind of sort of made me um, change the path of my life, you know, um, as I said, I think I was quite reckless when I was younger. Um, and then, I took acid really without, without really sort of understanding what I was taking. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of knew what I was taking, but like I didn't, there wasn't as much information sort of back then, you know, I think uh, widely available like online or like I didn't really spend that much time on the internet or anything like that. Podcasts obviously went as, as, as sort of large. Um, and then I took acid and it was like, boff! <laughs> and I was like, whoa, man, like I need to butt my ideas up. You know, um, and I think that if I didn't have those really hard experiences on acid, um, I think maybe I would have gone down another path. Um, You know, I I really, really do. I really do. So let's break that down for someone that struggles to have uh, like a concept of that. Mm. So like hard Mm. lessons. Um, Yeah. So my interpretation of what you're saying is Mm. um, uh, I took five grams and and, Mm. and went deep. uh, Yeah what I experienced was so before I say this I, yeah. where do we think thoughts come from I challenge that as a question like there's okay. even even like big entrepreneurs such as Elon Musk and Alex Friedman uh, mm. MIT these big big brains like geniuses they're talking about like mm. the concept of ideas almost being like a three throwing like you know like a stream of consciousness that just mm. happens to come through us <clears throat> and we're just lucky to catch ideas or concepts yeah. or things um you know otherwise it's like how do we generate ideas is it like that stay with that pause come back okay right you're back hello <laughs> uh mm. now now we've got psilocybin in our system and we've got mm. like a greater net and mm. more ideas are coming to us right so like yeah on a lower dosage you just can you kind of see, you see patterns and fractals mm. and, <clears throat> and you get like a, i would describe it as like languageless knowledge that i can interpret really the part mm. through feeling um and emotions and then like gradually i got like uh <laughs> when i got hit to five grams like physical examples of like hallucinatory uh situations where i 
was in the worst places, the best places, the you know mediocre yep. place, like all yeah. happening simultaneously. Like it was exhausting, exhilarating. Mm. It was insane. You know you, but like all that while, it's almost like you're being taught a lesson. And my lesson mm. in that five grammar was that I have to take care of my body. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, and like yeah. my responsibilities, I need to I need mm. to like up my game and it was really like uh like mm. you are you're not doing that like you're just yeah you can't wait for this to end you gotta stop you gotta enjoy every moment including the bad including the good like mm. you know and to it's odd because it's not something that you know there wasn't like some like mushroom god like hello yeah <laughs> this, this is how it is you know it was like a, a conversation it was it was like a thought but yeah like where did that come from and yeah it didn't happen naturally it happened when i took this plant yeah um so i, I i'm interested to hear your breakdown of, of like a self-reflecting scenario Whoa, well um okay what so a psychedelic um experience um so just sort of touching i suppose probably some of the most important um experiences that i've had that have definitely changed like who i am as i said really sort of it, it sort of stems from taking taking lsd you know taking acids um and and it is just pure refle- re- pure reflection mm. you know um looking at everything that i've done in my life um which i think we don't really do very much no. <laughs> you know um you know most people kind of sort of go along their lives they do good things they do bad things you know there's no there's no goodies and baddies we all do good things and we all do shitty things sometimes don't yeah. we you know we all have good thoughts and we all have some quite shitty thoughts sometimes you know the best person in the world if you do something horrible to them, they'll probably have some horrible thoughts about you. Um, You know, so, you know, we kind of sort of just plunder through life, um, not really sort of thinking about, um, like, the trail that we've kind of sort of left, you know? Um, And for me, acid, I'm not that I've... I've, I kind of feel like I've I've learned from what I need from acid at the moment you know i don't really feel like i need to sort of go back there maybe at some point in my life i might do um but i feel like i've had my time with it i've learned what i needed um and i think maybe to sort of go back there i'd need to put some thought into it you know i'm certainly not ruling it out but um and it is it's 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 just that self-reflection you know it's like who am i who like you know okay i'm ryan yep okay i'm blah 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 blah, you know i'm 33 years old i live in brighton and but no but actually who am i um what's my place in this world you know how do i treat people how do i treat people do i treat people nicely or do i treat people shit Mm. you know um and i think yeah i think I've, I've, i've i think i've done some pretty crappy things in my life but the experiences that i've had on LSD, you know, on acids, um, have made me be more present with myself to be able to look at how I treat people, um, you know, and 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 um, yeah, and just and 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 actually just be kinder, you know, just you know, not God, I'm not painting a picture like I was like a little <laughs> absolute like just come out of juvie or something, um, but you know, you, you know what I mean. It's just like you know, we've all done crappy things, you know, um, and it's you know, it's just it just makes me more present, you know, it really does. And then um, and then also DMT as well, you know, DMT's a uh, a very interesting i haven't done that yet okay um, i okay. do want to go somewhere where it is accessible and, and do yeah. ayahuasca um 
to my... I would love to. I'd love to do ayahuasca. Oh, no, 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 I haven't. No, have you had no. DMT in any other form? Or? <coughs> yes, I've, so I've, um, so I've smoked DMT. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I've smoked DMT. And um, yeah, for the first time I ever did it, I was just like, oh, like that. It's, um, yeah. Do you know what? It's, it's, it's the only thing that I've ever done a fair, fair amount of drugs in my time and it's just like it's the only thing that i've ever done where i've come out of it mm. and automatically i've referred to it as a place like wow. I, ca- I came out and i was just like whoa man like and then i was like oh i want to i want to i want to go back like <laughs> um i want to go back there and i was just like oh you know what? just one more hit um so like <laughs> not that not that it's addictive but um <laughs> Curiosity, but, right? yeah well no absolutely absolutely because it's you know the yet again they're teachings you know they're teachings um and um but yeah it is the only substance that i've ever touched that i've just automatically referred to it as a place now i'm not saying that it's a real place I'm not saying that but just straight away just like my mind goes oh yep yeah, right that's a place yeah um you know without even thinking about what it's how i'm referring to it yeah but then but then what what is real anyway you know what's you know just because we can't put it on a pair of scales or you know we can't go right okay so that's two hydrogen atoms and you know is is what is real well actually if something i've experienced something in in my head mm. does that make it real it certainly it certainly does to me you yeah. know um so um but yeah it's 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 powerful like definitely one of my one of my most um one of my most important experiences it was um it was one of the first times I ever I ever smoked it actually. Um and um most of the times it's really colourful. This one was quite dark. Not in like a sinister way, but like just light. Um it was quite dark. I was in one of like I was in like this little carriage. Um uh there's a there's an indiana jones and i can't, i think it might be the temple of doom and it's like quite near the end of the film and i think they're having a fight or something in like this uh it's almost like a sort of like train carriage but they're like wooden boxes basically like yeah. wooden carts but going around on like train tracks yeah. and then anyway i was in one of these things and it was all quite dark and to my right hand side there was there was this character it was a being um and the only way that I can really sort of describe him, he was he was he was a sort of shamanic kind of character. He was like he was he was very old. He was he was wise. Basically, he was the wise one. He was a teacher yeah. um, and he was really scared of me. You know, he was in the corner and he wouldn't come out of the corner. Um, and and I was talking to him. I was just like, look, I'm like, I'm here. I'm not going to hurt you, like, I'm not, um, I'm here in peace, you know, um, and, and basically I had to drop my ego, I had, like, I th- and I think that's kind of sort of what the, like, my interpretation of that experience was, was that maybe I think I need to drop my ego down a notch, yeah. um, and as soon as I did, he, he came out of, like, the corner, um and we locked like it sounds quite yeah it sounds weird but we kind of locked arms and it was just the the most powerful experiences of my life and we kind of joined into this kind of tribal 
dance together you know of sort of communion and um yeah it's um i think anyone who sort of hasn't hasn't had a similar experience might just be listening to this just thinking like what is he talking about yeah. bloody hippie <laughs> like um yeah. but it, it it was it was it was such a powerful experience you know um it really really was um quite recently like i um watched an episode of a program on netflix yeah. uh with a couple of friends of mine um and it was about near, near-death experiences have you seen it at all i haven't seen it no, no? I, I've, okay I've heavily looked into that sort of yeah um subject that fascinates me too but yeah it does no no absolutely no it, it really does and like so they interview a woman on there and i think she has a kayak uh accident or a canoeing accident mm. and she has a near-death experience and they're interviewing her and she's not really sort of talking over she's not talking over so she's already dead okay you know in 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 the story she's you know she's hit her head or whatever you know she's already had it so she's basically talking about the experience that she has once she hit her head in this kayak experience uh, um, in this kayak accident and she's saying, um, you know, like there was a white light and like I was um, I felt a connection with uh, other beings. Maybe they were my ancestors and I felt pure love, pure communion with the earth. And basically every everything that she was saying, if you played me that interview and said what she talking about without the near-death experience and not even talking about dmt or anything like that mm. i would say 100 percent without a bloody doubt she is talking about a dmt experience because every single thing that she's describing mm. is basically a dmt experience and it's really really interesting man like even if you don't watch like the whole well do you know what like you don't need to watch the whole like series mm. um like yeah, like the series kind of sort of continued, and I was a little bit like, mm, I don't know now. Um, but it, even if you, I think it might just be in the first episode, if you just watch that, for, the watch watch that interview with this woman, um, and everything that she's describing, man, it's like she's having a DMT experience, you know. Yeah. Um, and well, and obviously it is sort of put forward isn't it that you know that there is a dmt release in the brain yeah yeah like when we when we die um and i don't know you know like maybe you know i don't know like does that just happen and then and then we're dead you know is there just like a dmt release or is that the true i'm not saying that this is right i mean but you know just as a theory what about if that actually that is the real life and actually we're at the moment we're just in like our sort of carbon-based life form yeah. you know like our meat body as like Arguably. sort of duncan Tr- trussell calls it <laughs> um but um you know and it's yeah you know it's just like is that what actually you know that is that the blueprint of the of the like, of the universe um you know um and if it is man kill me now yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't fear death <laughs> so that's another thing there are multiple points i want to start yeah. um sorry i was going off on one no no it's cool man every point i was like oh no 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 no
<laughs> we are living in so if you're in the western country like uh, it's likely that your government and your leaders refer to and keep the peace and base their whole structure around a religion let's say christianity mm. that refers to a god which refers to a place which refers to heaven which mm. refers to events like mm. biblical very strange in our form of reality currently events um you know if you were to read the bible as a sci-fi novel uh, yeah. or, or you know a dmt experience like rapport it mm. wouldn't be too you know unlikely to be you know that similar yeah um and i, I feel like until you take psilocybin you you're you're gonna be in this arrogant like certainty that, that you know how things are and even when yeah. presented with like uh, alternative data that sort of dismisses that you're also going to disagree with it just out of arrogance and ego and that's exactly yeah, what we're trying to convey here is the yeah. the ego the the understanding that the universe is immeasurable to us because we only mm. have certain tools to measure it like our senses like yeah other creatures have other senses and can see the world completely different to us like we yeah. can only see visually and i remember on one of my trips i just kind of i was looking and it was almost like my vision removed back further into my head and it was now a cinema screen and i was like okay. i'm experiencing this life like a movie but that's yeah. how you've been living man like yeah. as a movie is playing out but you can you can go forward into your body and you can start it was this equation that came to me it was just like choice equals action equals like reality so like mm. if, you, if you if you make a choice and do it then yep. that's your reality so if i yeah. if i see my housemate and i think uh you know i want to hug her but then i go down the route of like uh is that appropriate like mm. then don't hug her then that's my reality if yeah. i'm like ah yeah. you know you look like you need a hug i want to hug like is it okay to yeah. hug? And then we hug and yeah. then that's the reality and, and like notably with my, my two housemates so josh as well like um you know for like a guy to hug another guy it's, it's like mm. it's you know not in brian because <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but in other we places, love a hug yeah, yeah <laughs> it's like kind of frowned upon so it's like hug josh and like and be really open and vulnerable with him and and it's just nice like, yeah nicer. and and that's the yeah. reality i chose after my trip was that I, I chose to be and say and do things and create my reality mm. so like if i don't do it it's not gonna happen so and yeah. that's driven me with the podcast with like talking to people like yeah. just me and you just kind of yeah. like i can put something out into reality it might not manifest because yeah the other people have free will too hopefully yeah 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 <laughs> of course the, you know the neuraling takes over <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, that was one of my first points like bring down your hypocrisies if you're skeptical still and and just look further yeah. and 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 try like an experiment um do more research and i've been around a lot of people that have shown initial interest but have then like retracted through like fear or you know mm. like um this worry that is it comes from like a smear campaign you know like of course the, it does the the it's going to damage you in some way like yeah i've spent of course so i'm 32 now yeah i think i became an adult over 15 so like, yeah that's a, a substantial amount of time where i didn't achieve anything yeah i just went to work I didn't yeah fuck away. i didn't have free will i just i just existed yeah and i was lazy and i was a layabout and all the things you would same put. man same yeah, and, yeah and that's the stereotype of like a hippie that takes mushrooms yeah 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 <laughs> here we are as hippies that take mushrooms <laughs> yeah and we're like driven we're doing shit proactive absolutely and, you know, it's it's 
bizarre it's contradictive like, <laughs> like yeah so for sure like if you're still skeptical at this point like please do some research uh, and you're probably not gonna enjoy the rest of the episode so the dmt uh, parts you're talking about joe rogan mm. uh, or every single person that i've sort of listened to that takes dmt including um nikki my, my friend and and josh they, they speak of this place yeah um and like i said a couple of moments ago about like our, our tools and ability to measure what's around us are limited mm. by like what our bodies are um what we've evolved to have so i wouldn't put it past uh you know oh, sorry, i wouldn't put it out of like the realm of like uh, possibilities that there is something beyond that we can't see like, whether it be a yeah. dimension just things around us they're just around yeah. us now right and we're like currently housing these forms these bodies like we can't really describe what consciousness is yet so i don't think science has you know the backing to argue like you're, no. oh, you're a human being you live for about 90 years yeah. if you're lucky and then you die and then that's it this cold black nothingness yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you go to heaven like I always, I often mock heaven, like how, what a shitty place that would be. Like, you know, <laughs> you go up there and there's a bunch of like people for like a couple of generations ago that are racist and sexist. Like, yeah. I don't want to fucking hang around with these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't know, like this, this concept that there is more and that, you know, what we are now is just this temporary thing which it is a temporary thing but like uh you know even consciously like maybe our energies combine and you know and mm. that's what familiarity is or, or yeah. like uh the things that we have in common and what love is like, you know mm. our energies have combined before and mm. um because i haven't touched really dmt my own experiences with like psilocybin i've i've been hyper focused on like what energy is like I'm, i haven't even gone into the realms of consciousness yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I think once i do that that's yeah. me that's me written off this podcast will be about one thing and one thing <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like what's happening on the news i don't care <laughs> <laughs> um, so with, with, with sorry, energy i feel like that you can measure people's energy and like we mm. like we have acknowledged that as people human beings like we put on music like oh i feel yeah. kind of low i'm gonna put this music yeah, on yeah, yeah. Swift. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, and then so we feel good that's a change of energy like temperature change energy change. of course so, yeah this is like it seems odd that people it, aren't seeing this <laughs> no absolutely absolutely and it's just like I think we've all had like those sort of experiences where, um, you know, if you're just sitting down, getting on like we are now, you know, just like having like a really good conversation, then let's say someone just walks into the room or something and then like, sh and like the energy shifts and you're just like, well, uh, okay. Like, yeah, you know, energy, even though sometimes it can be sort of seen as a bit like, woo, like, do you know what I mean? A bit woo-hoo, mm. like, um, but actually, you know, it's a, it is a real tangible thing. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's everything that, it is the universe. Everything is energy. Everything is vibration. You know, um, just us talking right now, you know, I, it's coming out of my mouth. It's vibrations going into the microphone and, yeah. you know, every, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everything, yeah, everything <laughs> is frequencies and, 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 and yeah, everything is energy and um and it's it's yeah it's it's just seen as a little bit like woohoo sometimes isn't yeah. it um just because of uh yeah maybe some people that have sort of talked about it sort of in the past um yeah absolutely I yeah so um one of the other points came back to me um mm. near-death experiences so um, yes obviously science has 
sort of suggested DMT is in the brain and um, mm. and that we can experience it through uh, like even even sleep. Like uh, another dawning real you know factor that you should incorporate if you're still a skeptic and still listening. So we spend half our lives in another place anyway. When in our head when we go to sleep, like yeah. we dream. Like yeah. like whether you can recall your dreams or you know you see them silly mm. or you interpret them in a certain way, like you're still in a place consciously, but yes. not in this place. Yeah. That to me like sort of as a sort of another blinding fact here yeah yeah of course <laughs> yeah. yeah of course it is so with the near death thing like it seems and often science and or not even science at this point i'm picking on science because i you know the coronavirus has just removed my faith in science because the data okay. is manipulated and i can't, yeah. I can't trust data what can we trust so i'm going okay. by gut and instinct yeah now. um like the skeptics will often say that like that's a coincidence it's a coincidence that everything mm. like you know previous you know, I'm obsessed with the pre-civilization theory, you know, the pyramids and things like that, you know, mm, too many coincidences same, to it. Same. Yeah. Like at one point you have to think, is it coincidence? <laughs> yeah. Or is this just like God of the gaps answer, you know, like we don't know. So it was coincidence. So with, with everyone that has a near death experience, the majority report blinding white light, which probably inspired mm. heaven <laughs> yeah. uh, and this feeling of love and, and things like that. And yeah, um, of course, the a woman I loved, uh, her, her mother was, uh, rear-ended in traffic and sent into like oncoming traffic and and, right. and like her body was pulverized and you wow. know she was on the side of the road pronounced dead but they resuscitated her right and she was furious that they resuscitated her because the place that she went to was white light and warmth and love yep and then she was sent back to this place to whatever fulfill her role um okay wow i found that a very comforting <laughs> yeah um <laughs> it is it is though isn't it yeah it is and b like if you want to measure that scientifically let's look at the facts here she could feel a temperature so that's a sense like she yep. could see a light so that's another sense yep. and she felt like an emotion which sort of suggests a consciousness so yeah those things combined sort of suggest that there's another life or another place where you can be yeah um and that that really makes me feel like unafraid <laughs> it does man absolutely you know just like i think just like hearing hearing about um sort of near-death near experiences where people say yes i you know i went i went somewhere and i had an overall like feeling of warmth it was like being wrapped up in a big blanket of love and and yeah that as i said before that is that that's basically <laughs> that's that's a dmt experience yeah. you know it's like a blanket <laughs> of love um you know and it's just yeah it, it because it's you know people don't really think about death and then when people do start thinking about death it's generally the negative side and it's like oh well i don't want to leave you know my loved ones or they want to leave my life and um but actually if that is correct you know and we do go to even if even if it is just brief even if it is even even if we end our our sort of existence on on like in this like realm of consciousness mm -hmm. and even if it is just like a short burst of dmt into our brain mm -hmm. And we feel that blanket, that blanket of love, even just for a short period. And then it ends. I'm a happy man. Because then the last thing that I ever experienced was probably the ultimate, the ultimate, the, the, yeah, just the most nourishing um, thing that that I think a human being can ever sort of feel, um, you know. 
um yeah it's but yeah it's, it's it's really interesting i've i've never i've never met anyone with like who's ever had like a near-death experience but yeah it's um it's interesting to hear it really is yeah yeah okay um ah, i had like three other points <laughs> <laughs> the near-death experience dmt <laughs> other realm <laughs> hypocrisies and science and skeptics <laughs> uh where did we go from there um oh that was it christmas i found it ironic that you were talking to your father at christmas about psychedelics and he wasn't mm. very receptive yeah so when christmas sort of originates from mm. like dmt like the yeah. or mushroom sorry so it's either yeah. like the, the red of santa is the the red of this um, amanita what, yeah and the, no. the white spots and the yeah say the reindeers and the red nose it's yeah all, it's all yeah the, the flying of things you know? <laughs> it's interesting isn't it it's really interesting yeah. um yeah that like that um hit like who's that you know what? i haven't read it who wrote who wrote the um who wrote the oh do you know what? i'm gonna butcher this um <laughs> i'm trying to think of that i was there's a, there's a guy that basically said that Jesus was a mushroom. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but then actually, like, when you start looking at his theories, um, what's his name? Do you, like, do you know Graham Hancock? Like, Graham yeah, Hancock yeah. talks quite highly of him. Um, and um, Randall Carson? No, 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 no. Like, um, no, he's he's um, he he came out with a book, I think, uh, in about the forties or fifties, mm. um, and um, but. Just kind of sort of highlighting the use of psychedelics in uh, in Christianity, mm-hmm. um, and I don't like. Have you like? Do you know much about like uh, Brian Mary? Mer- what's his surname? Mariescu's work. Like he no. came out with like uh, like the Immortality Key. Oh, okay. Um, like, well, explain away for the audience because it'd be super interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, no, of course. So, uh, so I haven't actually read it. I've only listened to like podcasts that he's yeah. been on. <laughs> But he just sort of delves into um, very, very much like evidence-based, um, evidence-based uh, theories that psychedelic usage in um, in a lot of the mainstream religions was was really, really big, yeah. um, and now it's well it's non-existent isn't it you know it's just like obviously we've we've used psychedelics for thousands and thousands and thousands of years and it's it's always been a part of being human Mm. and then it's only been fairly recently as i said before like a tiny little blip in like the human history that it's been demonized and it's been shunned and it's been you know seen as um you know a bad thing to do um but um but yeah he's it's, it's a really yeah he's, he's a really interesting guy uh so graham hancock did the forward uh for uh for his book like the Immort- the, uh, the immortality key okay um but um but yeah really really interesting really interesting yeah. I'd, I, I'd butcher anything try like try <laughs> trying to sort of actually um yeah um sort of put it forward so but that, um but it's interesting sort of segues into my, my next point is that like uh when I had Phil McMullen on, we talked about language and, yeah. and how, like, you know, like, whether it be verbal, like, through art or written, like, you interpret things your own way. Like, mm. I can't really convey to someone my experience uh, much that you can't, in, com- sorry, uh, uh, convey to me that book yeah. perfectly, right? Yeah. You know, I'd have to go read it. And even if I read it, it's not going to get the experience of the author. Yeah. You know, unless I do those things in that order. But I get, it's kind of like a very loose way of translating things to each other. So my my kind of point with that is like for for the usage uh, sorry for the um for the the blip in our society that we're sorry, currently experiencing it's, it's almost like yeah. we've, we've we've 
given up trying to interpret it because there's so much symbology and tradition linked to psilocybin and usage of mm. mushrooms and psychedelics like yeah uh, throughout our culture and like the, the more you look the more you're like oh fuck like everything like everything all religions like at some point reference it like the you know pineal gland like everything like yeah man it's it's all there and that's almost like the only way it can survive like because like we can talk about it now but like mm. you know someone else might go butcher it and and yeah like, the, the, the knowledge gets broken down like everything that paul stammert said and the I don't know, 10 hours i've listened like mm. retain like three percent so yeah like, of course knowledge yeah. gets lost doesn't it and, and very quickly as well you know um like yeah i i, I don't even reckon i retain three percent man like mate, if i if, if i retain three percent of what i absorbed i i like i think yeah i think i'd be a happy man man like you know I, I might listen to 10 hours man and take in like i'll be like well yeah i know loads about this subject get to sleep and then the next day i'm just like okay yeah so uh <laughs> what was that book about like <laughs> wow <laughs> um ties in heavily to purpose right like why yeah. are we here like are we here to like continue mm. a thing like you know why are we doing this podcast right now why, why have we chosen yeah. this particular subject is it yeah is it to like but then that ties in with destiny and prophecy yeah you know, or like uh you know do we have free will is this like are we meant to be mm. do we have multiples we get to choose them and you know are we fulfilling them and if if we don't we come back reincarnation like all these like multiple layers of like like fractals much mm. like you see on you know? yeah like it's a lot to like even try and analyze and that ties in with meditation yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Subject. like okay do you find that's a heavy like topic in your meditation or are you kind of like clear mind kind of guy clear yeah clear minds clear minds um you know uh like meditation is such a powerful tool really like um like really i just say meditation for me the one of the reasons why i started meditating um sounds a bit weird really but um was was to quit smoking you know i was i was i was a full-time smoker you know smoked every day for 16 years mm. um heard the benefits of, of of sort of meditation uh and i was and, and yeah and it do you know what yeah and then like i just started meditating tried to quit smoking a few times like over the years always failed always told myself it was hard mm. um you know which i think any smoker that's listening right now i'm sure they'd be able to you know sort of uh agree with that one because because everyone says it's the hardest thing to do you know um oh it's so hard but then as soon as you say that something's really hard that justifies you failing yeah doesn't it yeah. it's an enabling tool isn't it yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 of course man you're just yeah. going oh no i failed because it's really hard yeah you understand how hard yeah it is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh it's so hard i was just you know so you know i I think i was i was i was just doing that for a long time mm. i was just like oh yeah i'm gonna try and quit again you know i'm gonna try and quit um fail at trying to quit and then i'd go oh it's but, oh, but ryan is fine you know you're fine mate you're fine yeah. you know um yeah we all we all want that blanket of uh of reassurance don't we um but um but yeah so i started meditating and and i just sort of thought to myself well hang on a minute so here i am sitting for 20 minutes and I'm observing and controlling my thoughts, basically. You know, I'm sitting here, um, a thought comes in, and I always try and use um, the the visualisation for me for uh, when a thought comes into my head, see it as a cloud, and then that cloud, you know, the, all the clouds are kind of moving past, you know, and that's, that's, that's a visualisation that I use quite frequently, like when I am meditating. Um 
and I just sort of thought to myself, well, hang on. So if I can do that with just a thought in my meditation, or actually a craving for a cigarette, all that is is a thought. Yeah. Isn't it? You know, it's just like, oh, that pang of anxiety. Oh, I need a cigarette. And it's just like, well, hang on, just calm down. You know, that's just a thought. Just like in my meditation, just let it breeze away you know and uh and you know and, and yeah it was, it was still hard but as soon as i started doing that and as soon as i stopped saying to myself it was hard um you know i managed i managed to quit smoking um Strong. but um well do, do, i still have a fag when i have a beer to be honest you know but um but yeah you know and it's just like and i feel so much better for it nowadays you know but yeah it was it was it was because it was because of meditation really mm. and then um so that was sort of even sort of before i'd even practice really sort of any yoga um and then started practicing yoga um and then just sort of learning about sort of yogic philosophy and then and then meditation really started to just sort of click into my lifestyle a little bit more, you know. What, um, how, how do you fit it into your lifestyle? Because I know a lot of people struggle with that. Then, you know, they're not a morning person, in the evening they don't have time, they're not relaxed. Just do five minutes. Do five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. Just any point in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do five minutes. But if, if you haven't got five minutes, do one minute. Mm-hmm. If you haven't got a minute then you're lying to yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah, again, yeah, you're you're justifying the reason why you're not doing it. because it's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, yeah, and it is hard, man. Like, yeah, it's really hard. It's yeah. really, really hard. Um, but, but I think it's, I think it's with like, like anything, I think if you get into like a good cycle mm. with something, um, you know, you've done, 15 days in a row or something when it comes down to that 16th day you don't want to break it yeah. you know you're just like oh man i've been doing so well you know so it's just like even if you do you know just do a minute a day for a week yeah week after do two minutes yeah you know i'm sure by the end of that second week probably going to be going oh i can probably do more than two minutes actually yeah. um yeah so it's um we're starting the benefit as well so much like your dad with uh, psychedelics at mm. Christmas like uh, I was going to try and create like an analogy for that like because you're a cyclist uh, I'm, a, I'm a runner like okay. in, until you until you run for quite a while you don't enjoy it it sucks yeah, <laughs> like, yeah man it's yeah, yeah. Awful. Like, yeah yeah like, I don't yeah. know if you, what your introduction to cycling was like but like it's not enjoyable because mm. your stamina's shit your lung capacity's shit like, yeah. everything's shit you hate it yeah. you just want to stop like no, no, no lampos to get to the next yeah. lampos no <laughs> like, you, you can't do it like, it's just a mental game and I've proven that multiple times to myself and others that I've run with um, I once went on a run with someone that considered themselves very obese okay. um, who was doing like a mile like and, right. and like that was their best effort and they were really proud of that and, and yeah. then I, I went on a casual run where i just talked mm. we did 15 you didn't even notice and i was like it is all in your head yeah and if there's a man there distracting you with an interesting conversation then like lo and yeah. behold you can achieve wonders and you're not even tired yeah. yeah it wasn't until much after when i told her she was like wow yeah so there's the ability. that's amazing that's yeah man that's that's yeah that's amazing thoughts um but yeah if, yeah it just shows what the human body can do yeah um when you're not just, yeah. Sorry. The, 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 yeah. The, um, yeah. The, I, I lost my point. I, it came back just then. Yeah. Uh, the point I was trying to get to is like um, your comprehension uh, is your like 
your bar, right? So like if you're new to meditation and you try for a day and you're like, oh, there's any benefiting me, I'm just gonna sit here, I don't enjoy it. Like, yep. oh, I can't I don't understand what Alex and Ryan are talking yeah. about, like this dickhead. Yeah. You know, the frustration yeah. is okay to be frustrated, but like you like running, you will eventually get to a level where like you feel like a benefit and you're like, Oh shit. Mm. Like that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's yeah. when you can do sixteen days in a row and, and it, yeah. Yeah. I feel that needs to be conveyed to people like a lot it gets that. easier everything yeah, yeah. Every, everything gets easier it's, yeah yeah no 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 of course it doesn't matter what you do you know if you do something every day and it is about a daily practice you know it doesn't need to be long it doesn't need to be long at all um you know that will come with time it's just like running or cycling you know you're not gonna get going to run in and be able to just go right okay i'm gonna do 20 miles you know of course you're not gonna be able to you're gonna do quarter of a mile half a mile and then you just you know it builds up and it's you know there's no end goal with it mm. uh, you know that it's it's just a case of being on that path you know being on that path and 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 i i think especially with meditation it, it you know it's better to, to do you know five minutes a day um than half an hour on a sunday mm. and then you know because if you do half an hour on a sunday yeah brilliant you know you've given yourself half an hour to be present mm-hmm. um but i for me the the biggest benefits of meditation it's not necessarily when i'm sitting there in my 20 minutes you know meditating it's when that that act of or or yeah that act of being present starts filtering into my sort of daily activities and you know if someone's pissed me off or I'm anxious about something I'm just like or I'm worried about something and you know and and I'll just be like oh no but what about this happens and then I'll be like oh well actually no Ryan you you're worrying about something that hasn't happened yet so number one don't do that because it hasn't happened you're being an idiot (laughs) Um, but we all do it you know we all do it and I think the more the more you meditate the more you you know you see these thoughts as clouds and like you know they they're thoughts that they don't necessarily need to linger you know they don't need to linger you know when they come in you know acknowledge them which is really really important um I think also uh, sort of a, a coping mechanism I think for a lot of people is to latch onto it and then ju- well no sorry not latch onto it but just try and run away from it mm. you know like I've got feelings of anxiety go away go away you know it's just so it's like right just try and forget about it I'm just gonna I'll do you know I'll, I'll distract myself yeah. um, and then obviously that's where you know addiction problems come from and so forth I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get hammered you know um, but um, but you know so so I think the acknowledgement of, of sort of worries anxieties um, is really really important and you know just acknowledge it and the more that you meditate I just think that it the easier it gets um, to use that that tool and that practice um because you know it's just like it's just like going to the gym you know if you want to get big biceps or whatever you know you're going to do bicep curls you're going to do chin-ups you know what whatever you know it's 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 a muscle it's a tool you know that you can use and you're going to get better at it and better at it and better at it until you know like no you know i i'm no master 
you know i still feel anxiety and worry just like the or everybody you know um but but meditation helps me massively when it comes down to uh my mental health you know with, without a shadow of a doubt yeah. it really really does when i've got a good solid daily practice in um uh yeah um it 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 it, it yeah ben- benefits me greatly it yeah. really does yeah i think and that's important for a number of reasons obviously your mental health being like a like a, a surge recently and mm. I, um mm. i think you can sort of identify that like the capitalist quick moving society that we live in has created like an impatience and like uh, a lack of meaning and things so even down to like uh, a like acknowledging how long things take <laughs> you mm. know like getting good at running you know yeah. meditation whatever it is um but also like how how everything is sort of simultaneously important like there's this sort of uh, with council culture or um or just like just general like dismissing of people like mm. uh, how we, how we treat or talk about people the you know all the teachings that like christianity tries to convey like treat thy neighbor like you would want to be treated mm. whatever it is <laughs> um, yeah like that's sort of like, yeah. gone to shit <laughs> yeah. people just don't do that anymore like oh, oh he's a fucking dick like, you know, <laughs> like I, I miss a standard amount of people to the podcast i find like interesting and they have they've sort of like dismissed me in a way kind of like mm. Mm, like your numbers aren't that good i'm afraid you know yeah. reached out to some like uh some agents of some celebrities and you know like you know whatever necessity that i need to accommodate to to sort of get you interested i'm willing to do but yeah it's just uh, your numbers aren't good i'm afraid and it's like like if you and and i i see that side and i also see like when chris from green valleys came on and i asked him why because he was my second so third guest to come on and right just like, okay obviously i have a small following and this is episode three why why mm. did you come to my home yeah and like trust in me to make something good and, yeah uh, and have like conversation with me and nobody and he was just mm. like well my wife looked at your content she said it was like new but good and like the quality mattered. Yeah. and i was like yeah. that's really meaningful and i was yeah. like this person it's like and strangely he's from poland like and right of this sort of like british like hyper culture of like like he appreciates things he hand makes things he's a creator he like cultivates beehives right all the things that good humor would do and then you know the people that i've you know spoke to that didn't their their lives are fast moving you know like instagram like facebook too many things going on like oh that person's a dick they're in my way i need more money i need more money i need to like i got a mortgage to pay our kids too many fucking kids i hate it (laughs) just like this this hyper like mentality and like i i find people like you and me Mm. that have kind of like addressed that and like we can why are we anxious why did i get angry at this person like okay we will reflect in our mind and break down like what is it like actually ask yourself what is it that annoyed me mm. like i didn't like the way he spoke to me mm. why didn't you like the way he spoke to you like you come yeah. for other reasons why he spoke to you that way but essentially is it why did it bother you because yeah. you're you doesn't matter yeah. what they say like you know who you are so and then it, it's you haven't acknowledged that you don't know who you are like you mm. don't know what you're about you're so susceptible to someone else's influence like mm. and the more you kind of like address these questions the like, easier it gets and it slows down and your Definitely. mind is calm right it's like definitely like, everyone needs to fucking do that yeah no i definitely and i'm i'm certainly certainly not the most patient of people you know and i've i've definitely got a tendency to you know have an overactive mind just like everybody really mm. um and i think when it comes down to meditation like most people kind of do it they do it once and they go 
oh, I couldn't do it. <laughs> and they go, oh, I couldn't do it. No, no, I, I, I just, I didn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't steal my mind. Mm. It's like, well, of course you couldn't. I can't, of course you can't steal your mind because, <laughs> yeah. because that's what mind does. You yeah. know, it goes off on one and it goes, <laughs> you know, that is what it does. Um, and it's just like, that's not the, that's not the goal of meditation. You know, it's, it's, it's all about bringing it back, you know, and it's like, it, 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 I, I definitely think that it can um, it can benefit a lot of people mm-hmm. um, but um, but um, yeah it's hard it is, it's, 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 a, it's a hard thing to do um, but yeah I think the more you do it the uh, like the easier it the, yeah the easier it gets for sure um, yeah and I th- advice I would say for people that like like me because I've gone from <clears throat> being you know scientific very like judgy kind of social circle that didn't have right. open minds to these kind of things very like okay. you know, confident that they were right but also extremely fucking unhappy at the same time right. like, yeah. oh i know exactly how the world works i know like i can even predict the future i'm that fucking confident but like yeah does that person really like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was saying to nikki um my, my friend the other day i was like yeah i spent time in that world so long thinking that like they were certain and right but uh seeing the, the hippie boho people that you know dance and all the things that i, I wouldn't mm. be seen dead doing like, i'm not gonna fucking dance or sing no way it's embarrassing like, <laughs> these people are like blissfully happy and i'm like who's yep. got it right here like you know yeah. like, they're still productive people they've still got like lives going on it's just not the way that you know this sector of society wants it yeah like, everything is like amazon fucking prime like next day yeah. like i want it now so I, can, <laughs> I can show it off on instagram my stories yeah. <laughs> fucking annoying so i very quickly jumped ship and i'm, I'm so glad because mm. that ship can sail off to boredomsville yep. as far as i'm concerned yeah. like yeah, this, this ship is is so much nicer uh, so it really is who you're around uh, of course it is of course it is, yeah. um, because that that that's the data that we're absorbing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at, you know, every your, your everyday experiences, you know, if you look at it as data, like that's constantly going in our into our brains. If you're around positive, loving people, mm-hmm. then you're going to have positive, loving experiences. And when you're around negative, materialistic people, then obviously that's the kind of sort of experiences um that you're going to sort of be having and it's yeah like to be happy you need you you need you need positive loving people around you don't you um you know it's so important it's so important um yeah it it really is um and that's why like brighton's a great place obviously you know um (laughs) yeah like have you been in brighton long yeah i came down here when i was like 19 i think um, okay yeah yeah my friend went to uni here and i just kind of like tagged along like because i didn't like, rehab education i did jewelry and like, yeah no i'm the same man like i left school when i was 16 yeah yeah um yeah Grateful. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. people that went through the route of academia are like successful in the eyes of capitalism but fucking miserable yeah like spiritually yeah like, lost yeah. angry hateful they talk to their friends partners like they're pieces of shit like yeah and uh you know come to brighton with no education find people with no education that have made a living do really well yeah are really happy and nice to be around like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah a lottery there <laughs> yeah no no i'm the same man it's just like yeah left school when i was 16 no qualifications really you know kind of dicked around in school like you know didn't really, didn't really go to the best of school anyway but you know yeah dicked around a little bit you know so as soon as i had that opportunity to go 
I don't want to go to school anymore. Yeah. Legally, I don't need to go to school anymore. <laughs> Guess what? I'm not going to go to school anymore. <laughs> Proper just like, nope, not going to do it. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, like left school at 16, kind of sort of bumbled my sort of way on in life. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. And then sort of here I am today. But, but yeah, so like I'm painting lots nowadays, you know. Um, I think like lockdown was really, really sort of... Um, beneficial for my art you know it gave me such an enormous amount of time to be able to just reflect and be like oh actually this is what I want to be doing you know um yeah so even though I think there's a there's been a lot of negatives of like the whole global pandemic situation and a lot of negatives it's just like suspiciously (laughs) orchestrated yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but um but there's been a lot of positives there's been a lot of positives as well you know um yeah like yeah just to dedicate to my artwork you know um like fucking outstanding by the way like thank you very much thank you like Um, i tried to draw a mandala a while ago okay that really showed me that my patience isn't like i I preach my patience (laughs) i'm a really patient person if i drawing a mandala like i'm interested to hear about like the inspiration of your art obviously comes from psychedelic but like yeah so you're relaying visually what you've seen onto paper i don't know i I wouldn't say so man no 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 i wouldn't say so like um do i've I've always enjoyed creating things Mm. um i think as you know as 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 a child quite a strange little child um always making weird things you know um i'm sure probably if you spoke to any of my old art teachers they they probably wouldn't say that Ryan was the most gifted. Um, <laughs> probably made the weirdest things. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I remember once when I was younger, I was um, collected Smarty tubes. Um, I was like, right, keep on buying Smarties, keep on buying Smarties. And then I'll collect all the tubes and then I'll make myself uh, a tripod for uh for a telescope <laughs> a real telescope and i was like looking looking in the argos catalog and being like right okay so with my christmas money i'm going to buy that telescope and i'm going to make my own telescope out of smarty tubes um, <laughs> quite a strange child um but yeah so i just think as uh, from a young age i've always enjoyed like color putting color together you know mixing colors like you know um yeah, and then moved to Brighton uh, when I was like 21. Yeah, moved to Brighton when I was 21. Um, and then um, I've always liked art, you know. I've, I, I've, 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 always, I've always enjoyed like a lot of visual stimuli, mm. if that makes sense, you know. I like looking at things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, ooh. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then... Um, yeah, just started sort of painting like abstract, quite like lots of lots of color, like sort of worked quite large scale, kind of like abstract pieces. Um, kind of did that for a while, um, and then kind of just weirdly got into portraiture. Um, someone like 
took me to a life drawing class once nice. um yeah like when in drew some naked women um <laughs> and i said like, mm, i quite like that um <laughs> how do i do this every day <laughs> <laughs> and then i was a regular um <laughs> but um <laughs> but no do you know so and then and then i kind of just did portraiture um and then and then also like i've just just like on the psytrance scene so uh so i'm quite quite psytrance um you know just like the whole sort of free party sort of scene psytrance scene um i don't know if you've ever been to a psytrance party no uh, okay yeah Yeah, it's good fun man um and artwork and decoration is really really big in psytrance you know um, like um that cyberpunk shop that was sort of in camden like yeah yeah kind of like i'd say that's kind of like more like hard housey like um yeah yeah. um but like the whole psytrance scene you'll go to a psytrance party Mm -hmm. and there's artwork everywhere do you know what i mean like really sort of colorful psychedelic patterns Mm -hmm. everywhere do you know what i mean like from the roofs and the walls and like you know a lot of it's fluorescent and like it's you know it's popping out here there and everywhere you know what exactly what i was just talking about like the whole visual stimuli thing you know go to a psytrance party decent psytrance party and there will be a lot of visual stimuli you know um and um yeah and i was just like oh man i really like this kind of like really in your face like psychedelic sort of stuff you yeah. know um people sort of making like big backdrops and stuff like that and i was just like yeah i i really want to i really want to just try um like my hand at sort of making some of this stuff um and then here i am to you know here i am today um yeah it's um sort of work on like a commission basis uh also sell my work um but um but yeah it's i i love it i love it you know yeah again though it's just sort of touching on like the the overactive mind from like the you know when we're talking about meditation painting it 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 calms my mind down you know it's just like you know if i'm just at my art desk and i'm painting not thinking about anything else apart from painting you know um which yeah yeah of course yeah yeah, absolutely um and i'm sure obviously like with your jewelry making like um you know it's just like you're 100 percent focused on what you're doing you're just like right i'm gonna make this rest is welcome fuck off Mm. and that's basically what i'm concentrating on um you know which is which is really important um and and yeah art for me is like a a therapy i suppose Mm. you know like i paint because I like painting, you know, um, that's, that's the only, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily sort of paint for anybody else or, you know, even though I do sell my work, but I paint because I like painting, yeah. you know, um, sound like a four-year-old, don't I? I paint because I draw because I like drawing. <laughs> but, you know, it is as simple as that. It makes yeah. me happy, you yeah. know, and um, and I think if we can just evolve, uh, like involve ourselves in the practices that make us happy, mm-hmm then then you know that's 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 what life's about isn't it you know it's like we were saying surround yourself with kind loving people and do the things that make you happy um you know and i and art makes me happy you know like who to like i see you got some mandalas up there um from my uh my housemate nikki yeah no so uh so she drew those did she like so she's an art therapy teacher um Ah. one of her students wow um, okay she recently sort of like uh, ended that line of work to become like okay. a Cambo practitioner, which is um, ah yeah, nice, um, nice, nice. Be her future. Uh, but yeah, yeah. One of her students left it behind. I think. 
Um, yeah, man. No, no. It's no. It's looking good. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. I did. I did bring you uh, a little present. Um, so for your for your studio. Um, but um, but yeah. Um, just thought I'd bring you bring you one of those. Whoa! It is in a sh- it is in like a sort of she like a, a recycled plastic uh sh- like sort of sheath um but um but yeah so i might have got a bit of glare on there but um but yeah so that's um a canvas that i painted last year for my brother uh called the 4am protective ga- uh, gaze um and uh yeah that's uh I'll just um, a print of it i'll overlay an image to the screen um mm. for anyone watching yeah, um but so break down like what the meaning behind the Ooh, the meaning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is where, yeah, me not going to art school is. Um... <laughs> or just like your, uh, your interpretation. <laughs> um, but no, so so in the middle, basically, mm. you've got uh, you've got Metatron's cube um, in the middle, um, which uh, is obviously this shape here. Um, and you've got, um, you can basically make um, all of the uh, platonic solids um, if, uh, in, 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 in Metatron's cube. Um, yeah, and then you've got a toroidal shape, like a torus, around that. Um, yeah, and then uh, some some eyes. Um, I like I like painting eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, are you aware of like Alex Gray's work? See the um, irisology kind of. Yeah, I think I've got that right. Um, like the study of the iris. Is that? Or is he is an artist? Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah, he's a uh, vision, visionary artist. Mm. Um, yeah, American. Um, probably kind of sort of seen as like probably like one of the leading figures in like sort of visionary art. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, amazing, amazing work. Um, yeah, like if you yeah if you don't know his work, definitely look him up. Check him out. Yeah, um, yeah it's it's it's. He's he's definitely he's definitely done a lot of psychedelics. Um, you know, DMT is like huge, huge influence in his work. And like, out of any artist, I think um, that the picks um, what DMT can look like, what that realm of consciousness looks like. Mm. Alex Gray has, for me, come the closest to actually going into this other realm of consciousness coming out of it and actually depicting it and saying this is what i think it looks like um you know i think there's a lot of artists that sort of try and depict it um no one no one does uh, an accurate job as alex gray he's absolutely uh, phenomenal um and yeah he paints a lot of eyes um he's a huge huge inspiration of mine huge Mm. inspiration of mine um but um but yeah so like wouldn't really say that like my paintings have like deep meanings because they don't um as i said like I I I love color. I love you know. I love mixing colors uh, together. Um, and uh, and yeah, and just and just sort of you know, just love wor- working with patterns. Um, you know, yeah, man. Um, it's got like a Mayan esque temple feel to it. It's, oh really? Uh, really oh, okay, cool, like, awesome. <laughs> um, interesting point and something that I've noticed link wise. Mm. Uh, eyes. So like, I also mm. kind of fascinated by eyes and, yeah. and like, the, I used to draw them as a kid. And yeah, lots of people um with the psychedelic world use eyes in symbology and things um yes and uh recently rogan had on um this neuroscientist i can't remember his name he's like this 
muscular handsome bloke right that, like, okay conveys perfectly like how brains work and he's okay. just awesome i'll link him in the comments um he he was arguing like a really valid point that people tend to look over is that our eyeballs are external brain okay like if yeah. you took out the brain with everything that should be attached you'd have yeah. like a body shape nerve like skeleton yeah and then you'd have eyes and then the, the big mass of the brain so you say like when you look in someone's eyes you're mm. looking into their consciousness yeah like if you know right yeah. we're right because uh, yeah. i used to believe it was in the heart <laughs> at one yeah. point you know like, yeah who knows if we're wrong now <laughs> the flat like there's a lot of things you know that we've got horribly wrong yeah um and then uh my friend amy miller um sent me some stuff about uh, i think it's called irisology i haven't looked into it enough but okay people that are sort of like trying to research a study like the hypothesis that maybe you can see what's wrong with the body by like the measurement of the iris. actually yeah because yeah. there's a nerve ending that goes from your iris to your heel or your foot it's connected like, right there's got to be a reason for that and if you can see maybe it's off like you know look in someone's eyes and you're like oh you've your kidneys are fucked <laughs> like, yeah oh, okay <laughs> yeah yeah anyway because the yellowing right calcification yeah. is like this one symptom so maybe uh you know uh when we see people we look in their eyes they look depressed mm. or sad or like they're gleaming yeah. glowing and happy like these yeah. are all uh you know the same thing we just haven't packaged it into a nicely academic you know portfolio yeah. to recite and yeah. teach in school like i find that amazing and then here it is in artwork <laughs> yeah no no absolutely well yeah it's, it's like you say it's you know when you look into someone's eyes you know you can tell whether they're happy or you can tell whether they're sad and you know you can tell a lot from someone you know by looking them in the eyes and yeah. um yeah it's i i yeah I, so that what's what's that called so it's iris irisology okay yeah um that kind of shit's going to happen in the future and yeah the more and it will become like a, which scares me because you you know eye scanners things like that, facial recognition yeah be like yeah oh, this person's like got anxiety and can't do this job and you know we're, yeah. I, I fear the categorization of society the, judging mm. by like what their skills is or their ancestors and yeah i can't remember the word for it um no i'm not gonna try um essentially what happens mm. to krypton and superman you know yeah like the people were given their roles because of their genes or their DNA mm. and never given the opportunity to explore, which prevents innovation. And, you know, um, very like, that's, that's my, my biggest anxiety is like the way the human race goes. Cause we, yeah. here we are at this pinnacle, like where we're like, we could explore the empty, yep. we could ban it. Yeah. And we, we could ruin everything <laughs> for like another yeah. hundred thousand years or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was, yeah. That it's, yeah. Was, it's a scary thought. It is a scary thought, you yeah. know, because we, we are quite savagery and like we are, you know, we, we've, you know, we obviously like we're just like the whole um, sort of idea of like racism. And, you know, you'd think that where we are nowadays that we would be over that mm. just uh, but obviously we're not. And yeah, OK, we've made great, great strides, you know, since the 50s and 60s. And um, and obviously it wasn't really even that long ago that we had slavery. But mm. um but yeah, you know, so because of that, you know, we could quite easily slip back into mm. uh, like another version of that, couldn't we? Yeah. That that would be bought on by technology. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just like you were saying. Yeah, um, instead of yeah. a race issue, become like a capability issue. Yeah. A comprehension issue. Because I find that the people that I was repulsed by and had to move away from were all 
like ceo academic mindset kind of mm. people like you know like mm. very looked down on society because they valued their one sect of knowledge mm. and i used to remind them a lot much to their hate that their sect of knowledge will inevitably become redundant at some point you know yeah like if you're specifically invested in like how fucking facebook works or well, yeah guess what that's gonna end one day same as myspace <laughs> <laughs> yeah man like, yeah yeah like, computers change everything changes and you will be left behind so how you treat yeah. people now in this position of power mm. or you know a wealth of knowledge uh it will reflect heavily on how you're treated after mm. um you know providing we aren't all forgiving mushroom taking you know yeah. hippies that will bring you back work like, did you learn your fucking lesson no you didn't you're a dick yeah um, yeah like there's a, there's there's a lot of things that that we don't know that there's a lot of things that science doesn't know um yeah it's um yeah it's interesting um yeah it scares me um I am struggling to think because I need to pee. So should we take a quick pee? Yeah, break? man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. Sounds That's good. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't practicing any yoga or like, and um, yeah, because I was just feeling really crap. I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to eat some cheese. <laughs> and then everything's kind of just spiraled out of control. Like, <laughs> I've kind of bought it back now, but um well, just. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm going to eat one of these if that's all right. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Um, just pop up. Oh, so. Um, Set away for human food here. Yeah, man, do you know what? I think I've seen some adverts for these things. Like, um, I've never tried them, though. Um, would you have a, a recommendation? Uh, goji berry, which is the red one there. That's good. Yeah, okay. Um, the white is nut, green is spirulina, yellow is turmeric, and orange is oh, orange. Def- yeah, definitely goji. goji definitely berry. goji. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. Um, so, yeah. good opportunity to talk about them, I guess. Um <clears throat> as they sponsor the podcast so um really grateful that they chose to acknowledge me as person much like i talked about earlier where people don't um they're this amazing company that create like even like the packaging is biodegradable including this bit um hmm. they it's a subscription-based hmm. company so you, you you sort of don't have to remind yourself they just send you more that's good um yeah and you, they're just full of all the nutrients and ingredients vitamins and everything that like a vegan diet would need yeah because we okay. miss we spent on like b12 and things like that yeah of course um even the carrier was like eco-friendly like zero carbon footprint or, oh really awesome yeah, uh just you know turned out this big box like there you go mr ren <laughs> like amazing and uh yeah i'm, I'm so glad <clears throat> that i found them because uh i was describing to my friend who, who loves cooking he's like a steak and like you know whatever hmm. you know uh sort of peculiar dish that he has in his mind to eat he'll, mm. uh, he'll sort of like gladly uh, boast about it in, in like a nice way like you know mm. the, what he's making and I, I just don't care I just like, I don't I don't yeah. cook I don't I just want a gelatinous cube of nutrients <laughs> so <I can> just, <laughs> and then my body can do the rest and then I can get on with making shit and yeah. you know like just being yeah. happy so yeah. um, although living with a housemate that does cook <clears throat> I have seen the I learned the lessons and and what it is to mm. to enjoy cooking with people and to make a meal mm. as a house and, and you know yeah mum and yeah so I, I'm of both worlds but I still promote human food mm. <laughs> and they taste damn good as well um, they really really do yeah, yeah absolutely um, mm. rated by yeah. Ryan <laughs> yeah <laughs> top notch top notch yeah no that's yeah it's very nice. Right, final, final bite. Um, mm. 
Yeah, very nice. Mm, thank you for the tea as That's well. Nice. So this is biscuit flavored tea by Yorkshire Tea, who have yet to sponsor me, but I will. Need <laughs> 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 to make a little bit of income from this. <laughs> so, the, the last episode <clears throat> I did with um with Luke, it took four days. So like initial research, having the actual podcast, and then editing. Right. Corrupt files, re-editing, <laughs> and then uploading corrupt mm. internet, and then re-uploading. <laughs> Good oh man that's <laughs> sorry to interrupt but um <laughs> digestive biscuit tea yeah um yeah. i mean it's dangerous <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah wow that's 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 amazing yeah. we've had mushroom coffee digestive tea yeah. and human food we're superhuman <laughs> beings now <laughs> our brain should be firing off that's yeah that's uh, that's good stuff do you, do you know what? I, I drink i'm a tea fiend mm. i am a tea fiend um yeah kind of coffee start of the day up to about 12 one o'clock mm. then i'll kind of have like a few cups of like english breakfast then it's just herbal tea for the rest of the day <laughs> um but it is literally like soon as my mug's empty it's like right kettle's on <laughs> um so much to say though like whenever i'm like at someone's house or something i'm like get like tea withdrawals i'm like they're not making me enough tea yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thank yeah. you for the tea that's I... <laughs> yeah man like... <laughs> yeah thank you uh, yeah it's good stuff <laughs> okay so We've done art, we've done mushrooms, we've done mm. meditation. We briefly went into yoga. Um, mm. And maybe this is a good opportunity to touch on like the Goggins and yoga. Um, mm. You obviously like jacked the fuck, man. Like your your veins and everything in your arms. Like I checked out your Instagram pictures and you were doing like a, a full right angle. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, man. Yes, yeah. It's quite old that is now. But, how hard um, that is. Yeah, you yeah. I'm better nowadays, but um, (laughs) just just to achieve that is the statement. Um, Even doing a a fucking handstand when when Oliver was on, I was just like, oh my god! Like I used to think, I used to look at me doing handstands. I can do those because the last time I did one, I was like ten. Okay, (laughs) and then I tried it as an adult, and I was just like, it's hard. Yeah, the difference in weight. (sighs) Like get you like my legs weigh the most. I think out of my whole body because I run. Yeah. So when I got them about, you know almost vertical yeah yeah it's really hard yeah so like i was um um i I, I can't pull like a full freestanding handstand i'm Mm. still quite far off of it um so last year um obviously you've uh, had laura on recently um like yeah uh yeah yeah she's absolute legend um so obviously she owns luna wave in brighton yoga studio so um she's basically my vinyasa teacher and uh and also handstand teacher so i was doing handstand classes with her like on a thursday night um and then and then i broke my arm man in uh broke my arm in november how did you break it again coming off my bike <laughs> coming back from a yoga class <laughs> on, a, on a monday morning um yeah and it's i can't quite remember what i was doing on that weekend but you know sometimes you get monday morning blues or whatever and it's i had a really really nourishing weekend yeah. and then i went to my vinyasa like laura's vinyasa class on the monday morning just came out of that and i was like yeah life's great do you know what i mean i was just like monday doesn't matter i was just like life's amazing um you know cycling back um and then uh yeah cycling no hands undoing my jacket 
gust of wind literally just goes <laughs> and i just go Wah! yeah so um yeah came off my bike broke my broke my right arm and i'm right-handed as oh, well man, so that sucks well. yeah man yeah, yeah yeah so broke my arm um and do you know what like the first thing that i thought i was just like oh no like i'm booked into a yoga class tomorrow i really hope that this doesn't because obviously this is before i even knew that it was broken um i was like oh man i really hope this doesn't fuck like my um my plans for the next couple of days up um because we were i think it was on the monday and we were going into lockdown on the thursday so when I was down at the studio, there was everyone was like, right, we need to get as many classes in as possible. And Laura was just like, bless her. She was like, right, you'll really enjoy Steve's like class. And I was like, right, okay, I'll go home. I'll book it as soon as I'm home. <laughs> and then I fall off my bike. And that was like my first, oh. my first thought. I was like, oh no, I really hope that I can do this final real life class before we all get bloody locked into our, yeah. locked into our houses. Um, yeah, so that kind of put a uh, put a big stop in onto a lot of things that 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 I do, you know, um cycling wise, um yoga, calisthenics, um you know, I sort of try and have a sort of weird sort of free, you know, freeway sort of fusion of 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 all of those disciplines um to 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 yeah, to try and yeah, to try and sort of make me as superhuman as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, I said, I've I was heavily into fears, and then I had like a change in life circumstances, which sucked, and then I stopped, and I'm sort of gradually getting back into it now. So I mm. think I kind of like, as you tell me about this, particularly the Gorgi thing, I will have comprehension of what you're talking about, but currently I cannot mm. <laughs> preach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so Goggins, if you don't know. Um, I found him through Rogan. Like same man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I think most people probably know him through Rogan. Yeah. yeah. Was he ex-military? Yeah. Uh, ex-Navy SEAL. That explains um, it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's just um, like a lunatic that. Yeah, man. Values. Like, but then do you know what? He was like that before he was like in the like in the SEALs. Um, I really recommend his book. Um, so I I didn't read his book, but I did the audio book. Um, yeah. Um, really, really interesting. Because obviously, from the face of like someone like David Goggins, you know, you, you sort of hear like a, a couple of like two, three hour podcasts, and you're just like, "This guy is fucking crazy. Who? <laughs> 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 Where did he get this from?" <laughs> like, yeah. you know, and it's just like going to understand someone like that. There's a you know that, that's a complex character. Yeah. That's a real complex com, uh, complex character. Um. And then yeah, and then I kind of did the audio the audio book, and I was, and and then I was just like, oh, okay, I think I kind of sort of understand him a little bit more now, okay. you, you know. Enlightening. Um, yeah, it's just like so, like he just had a really fucked up childhood, you yeah. know. He, you know, really, really fucked up childhood. Lots of abuse from his dad. Um, yeah, and then and then he just got really fat. Okay. You know, really fat, really unhealthy. And I think because of the abuse of his of 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 his father, he he had really low self esteem issues. Mm. And I think really the reason why David Goggins is is like he is because deep down he's got self esteem issues, you know. Yeah. And it's just like, um, and I can completely completely relate to that, you know. It's just like thinking that you're a piece of shit, um, so you want to push yourself as much as you can um to prove to yourself that you're not piece of shit <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One way to prove that yeah to prove it wrong right? well yeah yeah mm. totally um 
So, um, but yeah, he's he's he he is he's 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 unbelievable. He's he's absolutely unbelievable. Um, yeah, if yeah, if people don't know sort of who David Goggins is, <clears throat> yeah, ex Navy SEAL. Um, you know, he's been through three hell weeks. Um, so like, yeah, I don't know if you know if you know what goes on in a hell week. Just getting through one hell week is 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 a lot he's been through free um you know um yeah it's the 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 guy's unbelievable absolutely unbelievable he really is um i think a perfect example of how unbelievable he is was when rogan brought up that he uh he posted the video online of his knee being drained of fluid because he had uh, run yeah. some ridiculous amount of miles. Yeah. And then, like, all the trolls got in, like, hi, you know, you're yeah. boasting about running and now you've hurt your leg or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, the next day he was running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Like, like, that monologue, like, you wanted me to fail, but I did not. You're a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I think it was, I can't remember whether it was his second or third hell week uh so if if anyone doesn't know so hell week is basically um the final sort of chapter of like the navy seals training you either fail or you pass you know it's as simple as that and it's you go you pretty much don't sleep for bloody seven days they put you through absolute hell <laughs> basically hence the name um and i think goggins first of all i think he's first I think his first hell week, he got kicked out because he got pneumonia. And then his second week, he got kicked out because he had something else wrong with him. And then his third week, they said to him, if you don't pass this, you're never going to, like, we're not going to allow you to be able to go through it. Um, And then I think he hid that he broke, so basically he he broke his leg. (laughs) So he was hiding that he broke his leg and he was strapping his leg up with uh with like tape or something um just to hide it and he and he was just running you know um you know he was he was the guy is insane (laughs) um yeah i just think uh, uh, just like the the mental strength and stamina that you need to to push your body through something like that Mm. um but then yet again i think that just cut that stems from you know having low self-esteem and obviously if he said to himself broken my leg i can't do it anymore Mm. that that's that that sort of root cause of like that you know that root um feeling of you know low self-esteem and feeling like a piece of shit Mm. that that's you know he's going to come back and go well actually i am a piece of shit so he just he basically just fights for everything you know he fights for absolutely everything it's a testament Um, to willpower because yeah I'm yeah. quite easy to like defeat in my head. I'm yeah. like, oh, like, this is shit. I can't do this. And then I will just stop. But yeah, uh, well, I say that now I'm not, but pre mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I used to be like quite yeah uh, pliable, like Play Doh. Like, yeah. I'm going to be a circle and you put a little pressure on you and I'm flat and just piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> um, whereas now it's, I, I wonder if his psychology has changed at all from like, you know, being, I don't want to be a little bitch to like, I know, like more encouraging, like because mm. he is all about like you can do it. Like he's oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because I find like cruelty doesn't get us very far in our heads. Mm. Whereas like yeah, you know, I don't know how it is with you and um like your personal bests on, on any mm. of what you do. Like, have you found that you have to be uh encouraging, or are you particularly like malicious, like? Come on, you fuck! Or are you like? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
a bit of both, I think. Um, yeah, I, I think I can be quite hard on myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think that allows me to sort of push push through. Um, so, yeah, a, a certain amount of, like, nourishment and sort of kindness. Obviously, being kind to yourself is really important. But then it's also acknowledging that point where am I only saying to myself, oh, no, stop because i'm trying to justify me not pushing myself to like my full capability um and i think the i don't think i've ever really pushed myself to the absolute brink you know um you know where i'm cycling so much that i can't cycle anymore i just fall off my bike (laughs) you know and it's you know it's about trying trying to get to that point you know how many miles do you have to cycle before you actually just go you fall off your bike. <laughs> I feel like your, your bike would break before you do. Like, if you've got that mentality down, yeah, like, it's probably yeah. Like, liquid yeah, yeah, no, 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 of course. Like, there's, there's like a part of me that I value more than anything, which is that kind of like warrior mode that I can sort of harness because hmm. I'm quite, if you've not measured already, quite tranquil. Hmm. Like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not particularly challenging to be around um mm. until i'm challenged and then yeah. no, like yeah then i can be a cunt <laughs> um say man play me at a game i like, like <laughs> my best mate just says like you've got normal work ryan then you got game ryan your family are buried Fuck, yes. I, I think that's because we've harnessed the ability to like direct our our versions of myself yeah you know and that comes from i think psilocybin like yeah you know yeah everyone has good and bad like you said earlier yeah Yeah. but it's how you play and if you're applying it to a co-worker then you've got it wrong (laughs) yeah yeah of course yeah (laughs) or like your kid or your 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 family whoever if you're screaming at them you've lost control yeah of course your calibrations up you need to work out that there should be people that in war (laughs) defense like you know or gaming (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. um but um but yeah it 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 is it is it's finding that it's finding that fine line i think um with like with like pushing yourself um you know i'm i'm certainly no no top, you know i'm certainly no top athlete you know very far from it um but you know i do like to push myself i do like to put myself into uncomfortable positions mentally mm. um you know i, I think it's as well it's the whole reason why <clears throat> i know we um sort of mentioned off air earlier you know about like the four by four uh by 48 challenge you know which is basically put forward by goggins um and for me like the whole the whole purpose of doing stuff like this is 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 to put myself into places that I'm uncomfortable because I think you know getting out of your comfort zone that is the learning zone that's where you learn if you're only ever molly cuddled and like <clears throat> if you know if you're if you're always comfortable then you, you you never really learn anything I feel you know it's just like you know it's like like they say like soft times make for soft pe- soft people mm-hmm. hard times make for harder people you know um and um but yeah like this whole challenge so like so basically if no one knows um it's the four by four by 48 challenge um originally it's a running challenge um it's basically to run four miles every four hours for 48 hours um i'm not a runner 
I, um, I'm a cyclist, um, so I cycle it. Um, so I cycle eight miles every four hours for 48 hours. Um, and it's it's not, you know, anyone can cycle eight miles. Anyone can cycle eight miles. It's, um, you know, it's that's that's not the hard part. You know, it's it's really not. Um, but it's the every four hours <laughs> for 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like getting <clears throat> up and going into the cold or the hot or whatever. Yeah, you know, man. You're in. Like that takes yeah. the mental strength, which is the bit I think you're playing with. Yeah. That you know that physically you can do these. Oh, yeah. But like mentally every four hours. Yep. That goes on into the night then. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, sure. so, my, so my brother and I did this uh, last year um we did it we did it during the first lockdown so like i didn't i didn't know i didn't even know that the challenge existed and my brother so my brother lives in kent really really close to him he's a legend um like he's a runner um uh, does a lot of trail running um and uh yeah and he he he, he basically just came, he just came came to me and just said look dave goggins is putting on a challenge um do you want to do it and i was just like yeah go on then fuck it why not um you know it was first lockdown uh he was in kent i was in brighton um we did this challenge and it was may last year so like if you can kind of sort of remember like may last year there was a lot of fear and like you know you walk through the streets of brighton may last year there was no one bloody about yeah. do you know what i mean it's yeah, just like it's, <laughs> yeah well <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> but you know but it's very different it was very different to the lockdown that we're in now you yeah. know and um yeah and like and we did this challenge and it really felt like we were we basically spent the weekend together do you know what i mean because we were on whatsapp like voice voice messages and we basically got each other through it so like we started at five o'clock in the five o'clock in the afternoon friday afternoon mm-hmm. so five o'clock cycle eight miles nine o'clock cycle another eight miles went to bed one o'clock in the morning get up cycle eight miles and then five in the morning nine in the morning one in the afternoon and so on um for 48 hours basically um so yeah and then bearing in mind obviously the actual cycle takes if you're doing 12 miles per hour on average um it's gonna it's, it's gonna take 40 minutes yeah. really it's gonna take about 40 minutes of your time um and then so that's so then you've only got three hours and 20 minutes until your next cycle yeah so you know when you're doing like the one one a.m., um, you come back and obviously you're all hyped because you just cycled eight miles as fast as you bloody can because you need to get back home, you know. And then you're just like, right, okay, so I've got three hours and twenty minutes. So now I need to maybe do I eat or you know you you need to do all of the other little things, um, you know, get into bed all buzzing and you're just like. Blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, and you, you've only got another few hours, basically, until, you know, your alarm goes off and then your alarm needs to go, you know, 20 minutes before you're out the house mm-hmm. because you need to, you know, prep and and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it, it is more about mental strength yeah. than um, physical sort of strength and fitness, you know, like the physical strength and fitness. It was, you know, it was it was it was it was nothing, um, but it's the mental strength. It's it's that getting up being like right every four hours i've got to get out the house do it (laughs) and like last year if you remember sort of the start of lockdown last year it was um beautiful weather really really beautiful weather um so this year 
it's gonna be a little bit different because we're doing it a little bit earlier this year um and i'm hoping that in so it's not next weekend but the weekend after so i'm hoping that we're gonna have a lovely spring weekend um and yeah and we don't have another bite back from uh from the winter yeah, the um, storm. <laughs> yeah man it'll be like it'll be the coldest march that we've seen in the last hundred years <laughs> you want it to snow <laughs> yeah. you want it to be russian snow <laughs> um yeah so but no do you know what i'm i'm looking forward to it um yeah, I've kind of roped uh, roped my best mate into it as well. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be kicking him out of bed. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're we're basically trying. Yeah, we're 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 getting a few people involved like this year. You know, set up like a little WhatsApp group. Um, yeah, you should do it. Yeah, um, maybe, maybe. Although, yeah, my restricted running, can I, uh, sorry, cycling, can I run it? Because my strength... Yeah, man, well, mate, it's like, originally it is a running challenge. I'm like, yeah. I'm just not a runner, man. Like, yeah, that's um, fair, it's awful. You know, I, hate running. <laughs> like, well, I say that. I, I'm at a stage, like, muscle memory-wise, I can just run now until I think I yeah. So I'm wow. limited by, like, my body as it sort of degrades but that's not through age, it's through like bad nutrition. Um, yeah, okay. Like where I pull muscles and stuff where I'm not yeah. you know, enough salts in my body or whatever. Yeah. Um, I pulled a knee, sorry, a, uh, a heel injury, my Achilles heel, because I, <laughs> I thought I was young again. I put like five kilogram weight in my rucksack and then right. I went for like a run in the downs for like the right. day and then I came home in, in like yeah. fucking boots because I was just like, yeah, military mode, fuck it. Proper Goggin style that is, mate. Like, <laughs> yeah, I did it. <laughs> Sand in my boots. <laughs> right, what else? Yeah, Plant on my back. <laughs> yeah, like in, in my past, I've done some pretty fucking superhuman shit with um, with weight-wise, and I thought I could still do it at 32. Mm. I probably could if I trained, but I didn't keep the training up. So. It's, yeah. Yeah, I fucked myself. So I will be, like, gradually getting back into, like, ultralight running just to get the, you know... The, the the fitness back lose the, the lockdown weight that i yeah. put on but, yeah yeah um yeah it'd be interesting to do the, the running four four miles i think that's the wind turbines from here it's not too far like yeah man and, uh, and I, I love love sleep deprivation tasks because like, okay you're, you're all fucked up and it's like you'd like yeah like i was saying about sananga earlier like okay you have to kind of like observe how you behave because like you, okay you do dramatize shit like when you're tired mm. like because we all do with like you know your stereotype situation 100 percent. yeah 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 like and uh i love watching it because i'm quite good at it now but before you know i'd be like uh, making tea like, everything's like oh i don't want to the kettle on it's like everything's yeah. limp and weak and it's just like but then you can't acknowledge that and be like Hold on a fucking second. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, bring yeah. out the Goggins and just yeah. be like, put the fuck down! <laughs> put the fuck hell on! And pour it! And then go mark. Like, you can be weak and feeble when you're laying down. Like, that's, yeah. that's, that, that's that time period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I like to say, like, when you lay down, but you're wired, like, you, you, like there's like a military tactic where you you just don't move for 15 minutes and then that activates your mm. rem cycle and then you can just yeah. go to sleep and it's like being able to like harness that as well because everyone has those sleepless nights you're like oh yeah. doesn't intend it yeah no. in your nice warm yeah. bed with the heating on yeah. fuck you like, yeah just, like, it's not that much of a problem just don't move <laughs> yeah no of course um and there's like yeah sleep 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 deprivation it's strange one isn't it you know it really is because I, I think over like an extended period like what i found with this with this goggin challenge is like the, the yeah the bigger the biggest thing like the biggest battle was the sleep deprivation mm. um but then 
so on sort of like the uh, 24 hours in and then going into like the second night of getting up you know every, every four hours um you know it's like i i knew that i was tired but i wasn't going like oh i'm so tired i was just like it was almost like i was floating mm. on this weird uh, yeah, I was just floating on just this weird sort of sleep deprivation sort of blanket. It was, I felt tired, but I felt good as well. You yeah. know, it was just like, I think when you push yourself to like the extreme, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's, that's, I don't know, for me, like that's motivation to live, you know, to really like be like, I can do anything. Do you know what I mean? It's just like I can do anything. And like I was so sleep deprived last year when I was doing this challenge on the Sunday, like in the afternoon, uh, we we still had like a couple of like activities left. And then um, I think that day actually my saddle broke. <laughs> um, I was cycling along Lewis Road and like, um, yeah, I only got sort of eight eight hours left of the challenge and and and, and so forth. And uh, and my bloody saddle, man, it just like <laughs> there was like a bolt in my saddle. It just snapped and like oh, and I was on the side of Lewis Road, and I was like, oh, I need to get home. And like, yeah, it was it was a nightmare. So um, yeah, so then I cycled cycled home, standing up which is a lot harder than you think um, <laughs> when you can't sit down, when there's only a post going like that. You can sit down, but you're going to be sitting onto a um, your bike's dildo. Um, um, <laughs> so cycled home and I was like, oh God, what am I going to do? Like trying to trying to fix my saddle, sleep deprived. <laughs> being, And I was so emotional though, because I was thinking to myself, well, I can't, I can't give up. I mean, I cannot give up. Like, that's that's out of the question, you know. I either need to fix this, I either need to fix it, or I just carry on and I'll just do all my rides standing up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Proper BMX style <laughs> You know, it's going to be fucking hard. <laughs> but then actually, bless her, like my girlfriend at the time, she, uh, she, she rides a very similar bike to me, um, 29, a mountain bike, and she was just like, look, just borrow my bike. Um, yeah, so um, I did it. Well, actually no no tell a lie i didn't borrow a bike i uh yeah just borrowed a seat post oh, um nice. yeah so i had a seat um which was yeah a little bit weird because it's yeah completely different angle but anyway um yeah completed it and then by the end of it i was so emotional i was just like yeah i just started crying Do you know what i mean i was just like oh my god like just because it's such a journey you know it's such a journey and like you go through so many ups and downs um and that's and that's why you know pushing yourself and challenges like this you know it's 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 so great um yeah and and actually and as i said like um <clears throat> just to have like the feeling of basically for me, like, it was just like, it felt like I'd been with my brother all weekend when actually yeah. I hadn't even seen him in real life. Do you know what I mean? But we were constantly talking. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, like, me and my brother were really, really close. And, like, um, yeah, I love him to bits. And and for me, it was just, yeah, it was just like, we did this. We fucking, it was hard, but we nailed it. And we nailed it together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, and, yeah, and this year I'm just like, yeah, I just, I just can't wait to... Get some more people involved. So my brother's trying to get a few people, uh, a couple of these like sort of mates who have kind of really got into running. Um, and then yeah, I've um, 
yeah twisted my uh my best mate's arm <laughs> um <laughs> it, it strengthens those bonds and um <laughs> yeah it does I, I, I see when people that aren't really familiar with exercise and then they're kind of like obligated to do something like yeah uh, it really highlights like people's strengths like mm. um and they uh, and then seeing how the changes so for matt um della who, who comes on here he um he's an amazing runner but the first time i went running with him he was kind of mm. like oh you're a much better runner you know right like, you know, and i went i just kind of went at my normal pace and i was like steaming up like this huge hill and he was just like he was, he was like, i nearly gave up a couple of times then and i was like <laughs> and that was kind of the top of like the halfway point of our run okay and um i know it's a different running style so i use all my energy in the beginning to like right. warm myself up i guess and then like we we switch roles at the, the halfway point where i i started like sort of sort of slowing down and then he was like mm. picking up and i was just like ah you were in like reservation mode this whole time you sneaky yeah. little monkey yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and he just like <laughs> took off and i was i was like there you go you're like you're, you're not bad and yeah. now he's so superior that he's cycling running like in fact matt you were doing this with me <laughs> yeah man like yeah like let's get a little brighton crew going on you yeah. know um yeah starting 5th of march yeah much. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I think <laughs> I've got one thing to film on the Sunday. But yeah, yeah, fuck it. Let's, uh, let's do it. Uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah no. I was, and do you know what, man? Like you, you won't regret it. Do you mm. know what I mean? You won't regret it. Um, it's uh, it's 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 hard. Do you know what I mean? It's hard. But um, but yeah. So it's so rewarding. Mm. It really, really is. Like um, but then to be honest, it's like because because I broke my arm in November. Um, you know, I didn't touch my bike for like near about. 10 weeks well probably yeah probably about 12 weeks mm -hmm. you know so my bike fitness at the moment is nowhere near what it was this time last year yeah. um it really really wasn't you know um so i've kind of only just got myself back on the bike mm -hmm. um you know um i think since breaking my arm longest ride that i've done is like 51 miles so um <laughs> but like honestly man my my fitness at the moment is low do you know what i mean it is low um and yeah and because because i broke my arm like other old bad habits kind of came snuck in and um you know so yeah i'm certainly nowhere near as fit as i was this time last year so it's gonna be interesting yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because i know what i'm letting myself in for you know so um yeah it's gonna be interesting but then yet again it's is that camaraderie isn't it yeah. it's yeah. getting a chuffer through it basically and like like making that bond and being like we've just done something fucking hard you know but yeah you know it's just yeah like i, th I think if you're just going to do that on your own fair play do you know what i mean fair play but actually when there's you know when there's a few of you and you're you know getting each other through it that's 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 what that's 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 i think that's what's really special about it you yeah. know it really is for sure i um i actually started this year <clears throat> with the uh intent of doing 6am runs like every day okay like, so like <laughs> when the the new year countdown happened i was just like zipping up my coat to go for a run I was just yeah like, man i'm gonna set an example i was gonna do it every day and um yeah day three i like just pushed myself too far like okay. i can't do anything half measure i'm such a dick like, mate i'm the same yeah i'm the same you fuck yourself in the long term like, yeah and i think that's maybe what we need to like figure yeah. out and pull back yeah. the warrior but <laughs> yeah yeah no 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 of course yeah like, patience but also applying like the mental strength to continue like you know, yeah continue but not that much <laughs> no 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 of course of course and like 
Where's Goggins going to be like when he when he is seventy? Mm. Do you know what I mean? His body probably will be broken. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, stem cells. <laughs> well, yeah. That's <laughs> you know, yeah. You know yeah. 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 <laughs> I am interested in where that goes, and and I hope that I'm ever in a position to have access to these kind of things. But I do think the human body is a lot more capable. I think so. Than, yeah. Than what we've been had access to. Yeah, I think so as well. Mm. Yeah, 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 very much so. Um. But yeah, is it you know it's like is it is it is that mentality? Like I think like um um what's his name Ronnie uh, Ronnie Coleman like the old yeah. uh you know he's I think he's very much that sort of mentality as well. Like I don't know whether you've um have you done the Joe Rogan's of like Ronnie Coleman um yeah. or like uh, I I think he might have only been on there once, but you know where he's talking about this long list of injuries that are caused by him weightlifting yeah. and he was a beast yeah. do you know what I mean? well he still is do you know what i mean but um he, he you know when you see pictures of him he was literally a beast Giant. <laughs> yeah man it's just like he's he looks like a marvel character yeah. he does look like a marvel character um but yeah so he's been through all of these injuries and you know you've got all of these countless doctors saying like stop lifting weights ronnie ronnie you should not be lifting weights. Yep. Okay, Dr. Do, Jeremy. Do, 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 he just go right. Do you know what I mean? He just goes home. He's like, <laughs> and he's on it again. Do you know what I mean? But then it's, it's, yeah, it's that. It's, um, people like that kind of just push them, push through, push yeah. through, push through, push through. And, and it shows, it shows that it is mind over matter. Mm-hmm. You can push the body is is it good to push a body like that i don't know um it's, it's certainly good for mental strength mm. um are you just going to push through so much that your body is just going to say actually fuck off now um <laughs> i'm actually just going to stop working yeah maybe you know and then and then yeah obviously the sort of stem cell um sort of treatments which which i know are uh you know i don't know much about it but i know that it's it's the way forward isn't it um yeah. but you know sort of whether that's going to be accessible so um, regular folk to, like us yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, going back to the idea and consciousness thing like i have this hope that like we'll get access to knowledge um that will further so again going back to uh, my friend nikki she um becoming a cambo practitioner okay um, which will be more like prevalent as time goes on because she's like you're my guinea pig and like okay nikki yeah <laughs> um, the the myth and the origin of cambo um comes from like this amazonian warrior that or, or sorry tribe tribesman that his whole village was sick and okay he, he, no they didn't know how to treat them they didn't have the medicine like, they tried all the plant medicine they had and it didn't do anything um and then he took ayahuasca and mm. through ayahuasca he was like shown this method like to take the to- the frog and take the yeah. sap and apply okay. it to the wound and then you you know you purge and then you feel better um and he pr- did it and this you know cured the village and, and then mm. so on like the myth of cambo began and now they use it to uh to do anything from like defeat lethargicness to like right. uh, emotional issues to like um just like performance enhancing like as an athlete mm. like to to like get everything out of your system so uh to briefly break down cambo if you're listening you know like, what the fuck is he talking about yeah <laughs> it's uh it's the um back of a frog that from from the amazon that they they um get the excretion they put it on the wood they let it dry <clears throat> then they scrape it and they put it on uh burn, which you got somewhere on there um onto some burn marks boom and then um in about 
five minutes it like gets into your system and then you everyone behaves differently it reacts differently like you might have like an emotional purge or you cry and you get tense and your heart rate goes off or you might um like need to purge through your butt uh, or purge through like vom mostly vom and um (laughs) so i did the other day i just had my back in front of me and i kind of sat cross-legged and then um could just feel kind of like the heat in my body generating and just like vomed like yeah this continuous like all the bile everything that clogs up my sinuses mm. and into a degree like like my my throat which affects my ears my hearing which mm. i've been dealing with it for a while and just like this release of like just unnecessary stuff in my body and mm. like um you know there's not a lot of science to back it yet because it's still sort of being looked at in the western way yeah, but um, from the amazon's point of view they're like it's clearing out your body it's clearing out your kidneys yeah. it's clearing out everything you've got to drink liters and liters of water to like ultimate detox yeah and um i came away and then you finish it with uh, sananga which is um the the eye drops and then right. uh, rape which is like uh, amazonian tobacco where someone blows right. into a pipe into your nostril on both sides and it stimulates wow. both sides of your brain and it's like ultimate blowback yeah <laughs> jesus you just you come away like so i did rapid <clears throat> this morning before you before you came and, okay um, i have noticed this it. made me very like like alert okay. <laughs> and so i'm finding it hard to be like as funny as i would want to be because i'm usually a bit of a, a clown and I, i'm trying to like focus that as my 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 things i, I want to make people laugh i love making people laugh and yeah like um even when i was doing cambo i was uh, vomiting and i looked at nikki and i was like this is sponsored by human food <laughs> <laughs> now's off the time alex <laughs> 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 she was like you're using humor to defend i said cope and I, like, I know yeah <laughs> 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 so yeah it really it is performance enhancing like because i imagine if i was about to go for a run like this mm. is the kind of mood i want to be in or i'm like <laughs> yeah like, man everything's clear i feel like but maybe we're not the best for like a podcast <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> kind of a bit too wired almost um so yeah I'm, it sounds amazing it does definitely get you involved because uh it's i'd love to completely yeah yeah illegal at the moment yeah. i think the fda will eventually get involved and you know yeah like, i'm sure prevent it but yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing a bit weird like a lot of people i asked a lot of okay. people if they were interested and they were kind of like like because the wikipedia I'll be bang up for it. slays it yeah, yeah. definitely for sure <laughs> um, my point with that kind of was i think just mindset so rapé the bit where you like you can self do it as well it's like a longer tube and short tube and you, you load okay. up like a musket and you're like you feel crazy uh but like in a good way like yeah it's super true it's like it's like coffee but without it slowly okay. going to your system it's just instant yeah like, fuck okay um yeah i i wanted to tie that in with um like the tiredness and the the, the pushing of mental challenge yes. like it's okay. kind of like we can reach these states like through long-term uh, accomplishment but we can also utilize these tools to kind of help us get along our way right yeah. you know like be interesting to do it in the four by four for a challenge with like uh, mix it in with some camera rapids and anger <laughs> that would be amazing it really would <laughs> yeah it really really would um yeah it's just you can you can just push your body through like through tiredness, can't you? Just completely naturally, and then I think you can get better at it. You can train your body mm. um, to do to do amazing things. And then there's also obviously a lot of substances that you can use, mm. um, you know, to sort of push yourself uh, f- uh, through things as well. Yeah. Um, well, because nicotine is a uh, is uh, what's uh, what's the uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like it's a zootropic? Is no? Is, is it a zootropic? uh no 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 what, what am i thinking of like uh uh 
like a cognitive a cognitive enhancer. What what's the word I'm yeah, thinking? Yeah, like stimulant, um, I guess. But um, yeah, okay. Um, but um, but yeah, no, certainly know that one from you know being a being a smoker for so many years. Mm. Um, you know, it's just like as soon as I needed to concentrate on something, right. I'll have a fag, <laughs> you know, and then as soon as I had, then as soon as I got had that like little nicotine sort of like bump, right? Okay, so you know I write whatever I needed to write or whatever, you know. Um, Here's a, cl- a classic example of like you've been utilizing tobacco in the same way that rap is, hmm. like, but Western society has like everything else just fucked it up. <laughs> like they've well, added extra stuff in, like additive, yeah, addiction. of course. Nicotine is naturally like not addictive, and yeah, it has a use, like you know, yeah. wake you up, yeah. Um, yeah, they took it in cigarettes, they can sell enough of them, so they add all these things which make you crave them. And like, and then for someone to be like, oh, why are you using Amazonian tribe medicine to get you, you know, well, it's a bit weird. Like, like smoking's the biggest fucking thing yeah. to happen to this humanity, like, it's a huge industry, mm. like, it's, it's a huge cause of like those issues, too. Um, and it all stems from that. Yeah. Like, that's his origin. Yeah. Like, Christmas with mushrooms. Like, you know, like, it's a, it's blinding hypocrisy that, you know, it's like people that are, like, drinking alcohol. Like, <laughs> drug addicts and they're drinking whiskey. Like, alcohol's yes. worse. It's a psychedelic, too. Oh. Alcohol is a psychedelic. <laughs> you can hallucinate shit. Like, like these hypocrisies is like I've had enough of them and I just I just want to like highlight them and yeah. I doubt the people that need to hear it will watch this kind of podcast or have the patience it's to true. listen to long form yeah it's but true maybe I can equip people like me that when they were younger didn't have the sort of courage to say like mm. what the fuck are you talking about like you're yeah. a huge hypocrite yeah you just arm yourself with these certain arguments or or, or you know facts <laughs> yeah <laughs> to just come back at people yeah um, no of course. Um, well, it's, 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 it's huge, like, huge, huge hypocrisy, isn't there? Like, when it comes down to, you know, look, most people enjoy drinking this country, you know, it is, it's such a big industry. It's so destructive. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it causes huge amounts of problems in the country, addiction problems, you know, domestic violence. Um, it's such a big problem. Alcohol is so destructive, mm-hmm. yet if we wanted to we could go up the road you know and go and buy as much alcohol to to literally poison ourselves to death (laughs) (laughs) you know to give ourselves alcohol poisoning you know and it's and it's perfectly legal and it's perfectly it's seen as a perfectly normal thing to do you know like i'm sure probably any politician in this like you know any 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 sort of like member of parliament that's probably one of the the biggest thing that they're missing because of lockdown is probably yeah. having a few jars in <laughs> their shampoos, in shampoos. their bar. Do you know what I mean? Like that's just their drug of choice. Yeah. That's all it is. You know, I think yeah. as soon as people start seeing things, you know, seeing it from that perspective, mm. not such a, a narrow minded perspective, mm. you know, sort of like you say, and just being like, oh, I drink my pint, bloody druggies, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, you know, that's just their drug of choice yeah. um, because society says that that drug is OK yeah. when actually it's a hugely destructive drug. Um, don't get me wrong. I like a beer. I, you know, I do like a beer, but. I know how destructive it is. You know, I've seen it really, really, you know, really ruin people's lives. Um, And it ruins a lot of people's lives. But you can go down the shop, get yourself 20 fags, get yourself a bottle of vodka, you know, get get completely off of your face. And that's seen as perfectly normal and fine, you know. But as soon as 
you start talking about substances that are going to give you beneficial teachings, (laughs) make you a kinder, more compassionate being Mm. um, and give you more presence in your life oh no that <laughs> what no <laughs> no it's Psych- wrong <laughs> no yeah it's it, that's that's the problem isn't it that's the problem um a bizarre yeah. one that just gets funnier the more you look at it <laughs> yeah 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 like, well, you know, it, just this comparison between like your lager out like what do they do on a friday night like, oh, i've got logged up mate and i've got a fight and now i've got like yeah. community service blah blah, blah. or like <laughs> the, the boho hippies that are like oh we listen to really nice music and yeah. we sort of hung around the woods and yeah just studied the environment around us yeah and, and loved each other like and, you know hugged <laughs> like, and say love i don't mean like i mean like if you want like, <laughs> like hugging and just being nice and and like which one's more destructive to society i wonder yeah bizarre and i often this is where the conspiracy like tinfoil hat comes up yeah i wonder if it's kept that way intentionally to keep people course, to, to make the system work in their favor because yeah of course it is the higher up you go you don't see jeff bezos like you know mm. at a football game with a lager like no yeah, he's obviously probably enjoying psilocybin in some pure form yeah stem cells being injected into him <laughs> yeah no absolutely well i've i've like I've, I've i've i think it is i think it is you know i think sort of graham hancock um you know quite famously says that you know it's not it's not necessarily a war on drugs but it's a war on consciousness mm. um and it's 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 it, it banning these substances it's it's banning people from from expanding their consciousness uh going into other realms and thinking differently and looking at society in a very different way mm. you know like when i first started taking acid like it made me realize like God, isn't like how we've built up like our society isn't it weird like you know (laughs) when before like I didn't really put much thought into it because I was kind of just like a sort of sheep in a pen Mm. and I was just like yep I'm gonna go to work and I've just you know do this and do what I'm told and then and then I sort of had these really sort of powerful psychedelic experiences that kind of made me think well actually hang on (laughs) Yeah. We live in a really fucked up world. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like the whole hippie movement of the 60s, you know, they wanted everyone to do acid because they saw that actually the way that we built up society is quite a strange way. And it's, you know, it's, mm. you know, it's all about the upper powers, you know, controlling the lower powers and it's, you know, everyone just gets on and, um, and yeah. And, 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 and sort of doesn't question things, yeah. I suppose. Um, and that stems from like a lack of courage. I think, um, has been my, mm. my biggest, like pet peeve with society is that people aren't courageous anymore. Like, mm. and I, mm. I kind of, it's like our ancestors that fought in wars are almost mm. like disgraced by this, like, uh, uh, this sort of heavy feeling that, yeah. you know, in a social situation, most people won't, defend what is reasonable and right 100 percent. yeah yeah i think i i think i think i mean we live in a very soft generation don't we mm. pathetic absolutely like, yeah. yeah like you know yeah. as we were talking a second ago about like um you know putting ourselves willingly through mental toughness exercises to like yeah. prove ourselves yeah and, yeah and i hear people that are like oh, i'm really tired i don't really want to like get up and do this or like oh, 
I've been watching Netflix all day, but I'm still tired. I don't know why. Like, it's yeah. your heart is like it's literally just like redundant. Like, you're yeah. not pumping blood around your body. Yeah. You're like laying around, and then you've got all these enabling excuses because you just love to sit in it. Like, you know, yeah. like that like, smoking's hard yeah. to quit. Like, you know, if you listen to people say, oh, it's hard to do this, it's hard, it's hard to do a podcast. Like, I've got so much shit for like trying to do my own thing, like to do a giveaway where it's only a pound, to do a podcast where no one listens. Like, you until you do stuff, like, that things don't happen that's how mm. things generate and yeah. the people that you admire were once down here too like yeah. that's how the world works but they're all happy to sit in this like if i don't try i won't fail so i won't embarrass myself yeah. so i'll just sit and be a piece of shit and drag everyone else down and i fucking hate you stop <laughs> doing it i was like you too it's okay to change just fucking make a choice no it's absolutely it's uh it's it's, it's too easy do you know what i mean just to be like Okay, well, I won't do it because I because it's it, it's easier to not do something, mm. you know, than actually go. Well, actually, do you know what? I am going to try and do something. I am going to try and change the world, even if it is only fucking slightly. Mm. But you know, even just like yourself, like obviously starting a podcast, um, you know, that's that's a courageous thing to do, and it's a really fucking interesting, positive thing to do, yeah. you know, because you know you're getting people on, um, you know, you you're gonna. You're going to expand your own knowledge, aren't you, from talking to like loads of different people. Mm. You know, you're then getting the knowledge of that person, putting it out there for, you know, for other people to absorb. Mm. Um, And I just think that like the whole the whole idea of the podcast um, it's definitely for me anyway, because I do I do listen to a lot of podcasts and I have Mm. probably have done for maybe like the last sort of four or five years definitely changed my views um and really shaped i think like my sort of view on a lot of different subjects mm. um and and i and i think i know about subjects a lot more you know i know about subjects that I wouldn't have even know, you know i wouldn't have sort of had any um exposure to yeah. you know if it weren't for podcasts so like big love to yourself do you know what i mean for actually yeah. you know starting the podcast yes, doing man. it doing it do you know what i mean so big love to you you know for actually doing it um you know because podcasts are great do you know what i mean because because it gives you know we can sit down we can chat for you know however long you know these sort of long unedited conversations mm. you know are just fucking brilliant yeah, <laughs> you know they are they are brilliant you know they're not these sort of four or five minute long oh no right we're gonna edit this and make this person sound like this and you know in a free free you know two three hour long conversation mm. like i'm gonna chat some shit like yeah. i'll probably chat some stuff that's probably wrong and then like i'll you know it's that's that's but then that's just what how a conversation goes isn't yeah. it and i love that unedited uh, format yeah. do you know what I mean I really really do I think it's the future because yeah unless it's manipulated heavily but like quite obviously it's hard to hold a lie for like two three hours particularly yeah. five yeah and like yeah. politicians have what 10 second sound bites you know to, yeah. for a presidential candidate to run the world like that like, you know fucking crazy <laughs> like, who gets hold of fucking nuclear weapons and we're, we're deciding on like sound bites like, it should be really long form unedited conversations mm. like back and forth and everyone it should, should be like mediated and you know the, the presidential debate between biden and trump was mm. just like embarrassing and it highlighted mm. like briefly that their children yeah uh, you know and to create like a leader i think in the future provided it goes the way i want it to the future will just be people that have 
gone through <laughs> trials and errors of podcasts in long form and, and build mm. up a plethora of like examples of why they're a good leader you know yeah. much like rogan has done you know it's yeah. 100 what 1700 hours yeah man of, he's yeah well not even hours episodes, uh, episodes. he's episode. on yeah, 1700 <laughs> yeah. now isn't he like yeah. yeah like you can't argue that there's not enough information about him to decide whether he's good or bad like yeah. he's clearly good like, yeah and like you know whatever opinion you may have about certain aspects like he's obviously pliable to so same with other every other podcast host or people that go on them and i think future leaders will have to go through these trials where mm. they they show their true colors because you know it was very easy to decide if someone's a pompous prick or like you mm. know uh it lies in what says one thing in, in one podcast and then another says another you yeah. know but you could you physically got it you can measure it yeah and i was saying saying this to a friend of mine i was like i believe it's the future and this is why i'm heavily invested in it because i think this combined with ai and, and just the catalogs of of knowledge like it will be who gets in it first that dictates who rules and what kind of society we have and what we have access to like mushrooms mm. you know with yeah. conversations that we're sort of pushing the boundaries on mm. uh, by justifying through like uh you know what would take a scientist months years or whatever to write a, a hypothesis and a theory and mm. they present it as a whatever the fuck they're called um mm. like a and a, i can't remember the word uh where you, you present it and it's like viewed by like peers and then broken down like you someone could just say and then others could do the research and yeah. then like and then the, like much like culture and society if it works it would just catch on and become natural flow of yeah. humanity um and I, <laughs> the retort i got to that was everyone's got a podcast now though and they <laughs> yeah but but then i like I, I think that's bloody great though do you yeah. know what i mean it's just like because there's it doesn't matter what what you're interested in yeah. there's generally going to be someone out there who's got the same interest and they're going to be doing a podcast about it. You know, it's just yeah. like when I started uh, doing like my handstand classes with Laura, mm. I was just like, oh yeah, like went handstand crazy a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Just went on like handstands. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like any, like any time of the day, it's just like, right, handstands. <laughs> like, um, and then sort of stumbled across a handstand podcast. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like, there's a podcast about everything out there, um, which yeah. is, fucking brilliant because you know now that we're in the dawn of you know the the dawn of the internet and the age of the internet um it allows another source of information Mm. to get out into the masses that isn't just the bbc yeah Uh, you know just the mainstream media when obviously before the internet you know, like maybe apart from like, you know, some sort of like, uh, like, you know, underground kind of like <laughs> newsletters and, you know, sort of underground magazines and, you know, but uh, nowadays people can get information out there to the masses, just like, you, you know, yourself, like, um, um, you know, which is a great thing because it, it's changing the way that we absorb information. Mm. You know, I don't really touch mainstream media at all yeah. nowadays. You know, I just, I just, I just don't do it. And it's like, you know, as I, as I said a minute ago, like podcasts have like have shaped my worldly view so much and like delved into you know subjects that i wouldn't have been exposed to you know like archaeology and you know like a big big fan of graham hancock and like all of his work and like 
if it weren't for you know if if, if it weren't for Joe Rogan's podcast, I probably wouldn't have even known who he was. No. You know, he continued um, on the narrative. Like, who's a madman? He's obviously a madman. <laughs> like, if you hear out the hypothesis, it's pretty fucking logical to me. Yeah. Oh man, it's so logical that it hurts my brain mm. to actually come to the realization that that man is not given the time of day yeah. um, to, to 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 basically put forward he's evidence based theories yeah. you know and it's like like what he always says you know he he goes by the evidence mm. you know it's not you know he's, okay he might may come up you know he might absorb that evidence and go you know what if you know and come out with theories mm. but then that's what a theory is you know it's like yeah. it's it's an idea it might be right it might be wrong yeah. but it's an idea um and i think just sort of he's his work that he's done um in sort of the 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 field of you know um ancient civilizations is is really really important and then also also sort of along the lines of um like robert shock and sort of john anthony west as yeah. well um you know which obviously john anthony west was um uh along with robert shock obviously sort of the two people that put 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 forward sort of the water erosion theory um of the sphinx and um yeah it's you know all of this information um is now put forward out there to a lot more people than what it was before the internet you know before it was it was in a few books Mm -hmm. and if you didn't know anyone who had read those books or you know sort of was into that sort of little quite niche part of knowledge you wouldn't even know who they were and you wouldn't know these ideas because they're not put out by like the mainstream media so i think just the 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 sort of platform of the podcast in a way has changed the world you know so so what you're doing man you're changing the fucking world man like (laughs) i think it's great you know i really do (laughs) i think like conversations like an art are truly quite sacred hence the instance and the you know the room yeah um like uh, i've got a lot to learn about how to like approach certain questions and not just no i've I've been heavily on the last probably three four episodes about the (laughs) pre-civilization okay <laughs> i did some of my giveaway i did an atlantis episode where i like pitched the idea of atlantis being like you know like i incorporated all this artwork and i spent loads of time with it and it's like obsessed like fucking obsessed sounds great uh, yeah, yeah it does um, man it sounds great the more i looked into it I, I didn't get any more bored i was just like oh because yeah. a lot of stuff in the research coming up was all like bible related and i was just i'm not very religious particularly with christianity but i do know quite a bit about it and i was just like yeah like they were referring to the great flood which is the water yeah the great comet you know impact and the uh like pre-ice just like if you read this series of events and compare it with other civilizations and cultures like it is it's clear that something bad happened and like it all came to this great flood and yeah man and just like some of the imagery that i found was just like some of the most haunting images like there mm. was this this one um like at the halfway point of the video of um like people babies dead bodies lions bears dogs mm. like all on this rock clinging right. uh, water everywhere everyone's like naked or torn or it's just this just fucking horrendous and it's like right. you imagine the mental stamina only the struggle yeah. to survive only people yeah. who push themselves and it just made well, of me course. feel like what we do so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> the people that are laying around like watching netflix like they like that movie like, yeah. <laughs> like they're not going to be the people that survives you nah, know what i mean like they're, they're they're like they're definitely not are they um obviously the people that are going to survive are the people out there 
doing shit like yeah, yeah, yeah you know it's not going to be like people sort of sitting on sofas um <laughs> but um but no no absolutely like if you yeah when as soon as you start looking at the evidence like just like well because i was it a couple of months ago i kind of did did all of the graham hancock yeah. uh joe rogan's like in chronological order i've done i've done them all before <laughs> um but um yeah there's someone like on spotify that kind of just did a playlist of them all in chronological order Beautiful. and I kind of just sat down and I was just like, thank you. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I just, it did take, it did take me a couple of weeks. So it's like 26 hours worth yeah. or something. Um, yeah, man. Like, yeah, I just need some of that, some of that nicotine and just like, <laughs> um, but yeah. And then just redid them all, you know, and it was so good to do them all in chronological order mm-hmm. because like, in my head, it was all kind of sort of scattered information and I kind of knew the information, but just, yeah, it was kind of, it, it, since I've done them all in chronological order, I'm just like, boom, this is their fucking argument. Yeah. And their argument makes so much sense, you know, yeah. like Randall Carlson, man, like when he's just giving off like all of this evidence of obviously this huge uh, cataclysm, you know, this huge flood, mm. you know, in the Younger Dryas periods, like um, it's, you cannot deny you can you cannot take that evidence and 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 just go no nope, rubbish like no nope, we're not we're not even we're not even going to look at that you know but then obviously that is what archaeology has been has been doing you yeah. know um which is um which i hate you know like just that close-mindedness mm. of like the scientific community because obviously surely um i think even in primary school you know they teach you that science is about looking at a problem mm. you know coming up with a theory or, or you know and and like you know it's about being open-minded you mm. know it's about being like okay so this is our theory are we going to be right or are we going to be wrong yeah. and being wrong it's just a part of being human mm. isn't it you know it's just like we're all wrong and like you know, on, on, on like so many different subjects. And I think, I think admitting that one's wrong is a hard thing to do. Um, yeah. You know, I think, it's a, I think it takes, I think it takes, you know, like a, a break, you know, quite a courageous person to go, oh shit, man, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, <laughs> entire academic structure's wrong, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your fault, it's all it's the information you had at the time. But yeah. you continue to ignore and dismiss the new stuff. It's yeah. just your ego or your fear well, of, of course it salary. Is. Like, yeah, of course it is, man, of course it is. And I think there's, you know, there's huge problems like in the, in the sort of scientific community and sort of how like that whole entire sort of field has sort of been you know sort of set up and and obviously people don't want to ruin their careers and like you know these people have the have taught a certain way or so you know so they don't want to go yeah just like you just said you know they don't want to go oh shit i'm really sorry <laughs> what i've just been teaching you for the last 25 years it's actually wrong yeah so you know that's a that's a bold person to be able to say that um and that's and that's and i I think that's why people like graham hancock kind of just get shunned um and randall carlson they kind of just you know just uh, they get dismissed and all of this fantastic evidence Mm. kind of just gets ignored and swept under the carpet because of um because of that you know because of human ego and like because people don't want to ruin their careers and like which is sad you know if it's come to that you know if it's come to that yeah it's um it's yeah it's really sad and this is like i think it's even the same as well with um 
like aliens as well you know yeah yeah the concept um, that we're the only conscious intelligent species anywhere in the fucking universe so yeah one of my closest friends for many years uh, I, I guess we're having a break we had a dude was <laughs> um he's he's a doctor he's okay. smart he's academic yeah. as fuck like he's capable like very healthy human being and we butted heads hard right on on extraterrestrial life and right. because he would see it to from my point of view and he would assume that i was just like aliens man like yeah. they could have put anal probes in your butt and they've got big heads <laughs> like that's not at all what i'm yeah. saying like yeah he it was yeah. almost insulting that he didn't anticipate how much thought i had put into this yeah. like like the the levels of comprehension i tried to get to to think like the amount of research like because i didn't go to university and my teachers were neil degrasse tyson um uh carl sagan like yeah. or brian cox like whoever like all these amazing like people that have put things into space like yeah, they've taken pictures yeah. of our planet the, the pale blue dot like all these amazing philosophical uh educational events that they've achieved being dismissed by someone that mm. has done like a course brian university yeah. and works in the, in the hospital like you know mm. like who are yeah. you to disagree with that <laughs> like yeah you know, like these people are, are have the right to mm. suggest that we are in a cosmic ocean like and even that yeah. sentence alone i remember the skepticism and 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 back and forth debate between that like an ocean it's not an ocean that gravity doesn't behave like an ocean like it's a metaphor yeah. for ocean like because at one point humanity stood on the the shores of their lands and they looked out at, at, at the sea and they were like it's impossible what's beyond the horizon who knows maybe mm. there are other people don't be ridiculous and then we build a fishing boat oh there's stuff out here cool there's life cool yeah. and they build a ship oh there's new lands there's new people holy shit oh it's a planet then what the next yeah. shore is space yeah yeah of course next thing will be other planets next thing like it's not unrealistic it's, it's very realistic and then like our physics our elements our knowledge of science and everything is limited by and it changes like all the time all the time, like, all the time. yeah like, so, all like, the time yeah like why wouldn't it change again like we can't just yeah. say like this today in 2020 <clears throat> physics is exactly how we see it like there's no yeah no variant at all there yeah. won't ever be that's arrogance in my eyes yeah. like dangerous arrogance ss nazi level arrogance yeah, yeah. Like, no 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 of course like, it yeah, is to condemn someone for thinking outside that box and to mock yeah. them and make fun is to me is like it's how we go into like the world of you know nazi germany and, and communism which which is just destructive like fuck yeah. that fuck that so it kind yeah. of led to this divorce of uh <laughs> of kind of like we just we, we don't see the world the same way anymore and um yeah I'm happier to think that that a species or being or something beyond our comprehension, something from a DMT realm, mm, like yeah. what is something we yeah. haven't even, like even acknowledged yet, can travel between these places, and you know that's that explains the you know millions of coincidences, like yeah. you know the, the the acknowledged government programs that like actively yep. cover this up and actively like the drug smear campaign make nonsense up to like mislead and like yeah. why would they do that <laughs> yeah like and then for its time with the pre-civilization archaeology and have you heard much about bob lazar's yeah man yeah 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 yeah, so yeah. He, he claimed yeah. that what he worked yeah. on was an ancient dick like that kind of yeah. it's almost like all these theories coming together and like i think in our lifetime we're gonna know or mm. see something really impressive I reckon so as well, and and to be honest, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> thing is, that, man, like, I, 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 I want to believe, and like, I, I, I've got to admit, it's like I, I've only fairly recently started to really. 
I've been thinking about it a lot more, really, since I discovered Bob Lazar's story, mm-hmm. um, and then David Fravor's story. Yeah. That that to me, like those two stories, are certainly the most credible that I've uh, that I know of, yeah. especially David Fravor and like um, before that, I think I was kind of like in the boat of, yeah, I'm sure there is life out there. You know, I think it's pretty ludicrous to say that chances are there's not life because we're life. It's quite ludicrous, really, that we're about, you know, yeah. we're we're magic, really. We're proof of life. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course, of course. You know, we are life. You know, life can exist. Um, and the universe is ever expanding. Huge. You know, it's huge. Um, chances are there there is life out there. And I always used to be in the school of thought of just like, yeah, I'm sure there is. But. You know, I think we've all seen those sort of uh, wacky interviews of people who, you know, say that they've been abducted and, you know, I think that whole entire um, sort of scene of of believing in aliens. Yeah, there are a lot of people that are full of bullshit. Yeah. You know, um, I think it's like quite a few things. Um, There's a lot of people out there who are just full of shit. They like some attention um and 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 i think because of that it discredits the whole subject so i think your friend obviously who you were just talking about Mm -hmm. straight away he basically stereotyped you Mm -hmm. as one of those wackos who are basically you know saying like oh yeah aliens like you know but but actually i think as soon as you start getting like credible people like david fravor you know like you know, you've got the US military <laughs> yeah. saying, yes, this is a UFO. It's an uno- it's unidentified, it's flying, and it's an object. <laughs> so it is a UFO. Um, we don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, and it defied physics. Yeah, no... exactly. It's got no jet propulsion, <laughs> you know, no sign of jet propulsion. It just goes boop, 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 like that. That's that's obviously that's that's from out of this world, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, and then like uh, literally even just saying that, I mean, I get I get like, like the hairs standing on like the back of my neck literally just stood up there. Do you know what I mean? And 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 it, and it does all the time whenever I think about it because I haven't spent my whole life like thinking about this. Mm. I've always kind of just been like, oh yeah, I'm sure there is life, but you know, like the whole UFO sort of alien scene, it's, you know, I've, I've never really delved into it. Yeah. But then it was really only, yeah, since doing Discovering Bob Lazar, David Fravor, that I've gone, hang on a minute. Yeah, I'm in. Actually, <laughs> there, I think there's something here. I really, really do think that there's something here. And like, and I like to, I like to go into everything with an open mind. You know, I think it's so important. Um, you know, to sort of not go down that road of sort of being narrow minded and 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 obviously that's what makes the world great. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like is to be open minded, mm-hmm. you know. Um I think sort of over the years. But then also I think psychedelics have, have also yet again yeah. carved my open mindedness. Yeah. Um, you know, it's made me more open minded and to be able to go into situations and go, Okay, so what if? Mm-hmm. You know, what if? Um and yeah, man, like I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about um, some of the revelations, you know, that have sort of come forward, um, you know, and and yeah, I really hope that in our lifetimes, what man, we're only early thirties, yeah. you know, 
we we you know we've still got quite a while on yeah, this planet you know um yeah man like i i've i've i, re- I re- yeah i reckon we will be the generation that maybe maybe you know maybe does see something yeah. um you know that changes everything doesn't it that's oh man i'm just like it changes everything yeah i mean let's put that into like uh, I know a narrative like a story like uh, let's conceptualize here and now yeah like, like we would be the like the the very dormant like island bound species of man yes that meets the Spanish Inquisition yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah exactly you know, like hopefully we're not subject to you know the kind of atrocities that humanity caused to the you know mm. less advanced technologically people like hopefully they would become as you know like like all religions say these people from the sky are teachers like yeah maybe they already are maybe maybe we've already tied in maybe it's like you know only the the, the highest of the human beings are like yeah access to them or whatever like because the average person provably like my friend is not mm. fucking ready and like you're hardy as back people just need to acknowledge that things change and, and address their hatreds whatever like biases like if we can't do you know do that to each other if we can't like mm. give someone like credit or uh you know just just not be a dick towards each other yeah. like what chance do we have against like something else like why yeah. would they give us the weapons or information or tools to further damage our planet and people like yep. it's just not going to happen hope so yeah uh, did you hear of the israeli dude he was like ex-military and he told, okay. told this story that uh, there's this galactic federation that's why space force has been invented no 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 oh, no i don't i don't it, it got discredited pretty quickly uh, <laughs> right but like as a story as yeah. just a story uh, <laughs> it, it was pretty interesting he was saying that like humanity is not ready and it will take like a couple of generations mm. before before they'll be introduced into this like they've got trials mm. to pass basically like, yeah when you stop nuking each other we might let you come play <laughs> yeah like yeah and that kind of fascinates because we are aliens if there were if there was a civilization on mars and we put the, the mars rover on which were landed two three days ago yeah. on their planet yeah. that's an invasion of one planet to the other so it does yeah, happen. of course there you go 100 data that invasions yeah. can happen so. yeah well elon <laughs> musk's mission at the moment is to bloody colonize mars yeah. you know and become an uh like an interplanetary species yeah that is his goal isn't it or one of his goals anyway so you know he's 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 one of his goals is to become alien yeah you know like to another planet yeah um we would be effectively martians yeah um so if we went back to the Wright brothers era and we were like you know we're gonna colonize mars they would be like it'd be ridiculous we can't even fly you can't generate (laughs) lift from air like whatever the headline in the new york post was uh, yeah like we've we've proven so right so for someone to like look at what elon musk is doing but like oh, you can't go into galactic like you can go to mars yeah. i'll give you that one because yeah. we've done it right yeah you can't go into galactics we don't have the knowledge or the physics isn't right oh but we've got david Faber's example of a tic tac that moves like at the speed of light tell, yeah. which changes the concept of time physics everything like everything yeah. has just like everything that we know is sort of redundant now in comparison to this so mm. like unless you dismiss that as in the thing but if you can yeah. dismiss that you also have to dismiss the fact that it was an admiral in charge of a fleet yeah with, like trillion dollar jets flying around <laughs> with thousands of staff that also acknowledges the radar bleeps there's actual yeah. footage like like at what point do you stop giving credit to people like oh it's yeah. only right if i see it <laughs> like, yeah it's up to me how my reality no. is which comes back to you. take 
fucking mushrooms and challenge your reality <laughs> your ego <laughs> no 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 very well put man very very well put um and uh, no that, that that's that's exactly what people need to do you know and it's just like you know i think i was one of those people that that kind of just saw I, I don't know just kind of sort of just dismissed the whole um alien story and um yeah into until like i opened my eyes and just went oh, hang on a minute i will just open my eyes and just go yeah there is something there isn't there there there, there really is um and i fucking hope so man i want to believe do you know what i mean <laughs> i like i want to believe i yeah. want to believe um and then also it's you know if we are being visited, which I think we are, um, <laughs> you know, by 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 these aliens, they haven't blown us up, have they? No. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know, what are they doing? Are they just observing us, or like? And then also, like, I was I was talking to uh, to my friend uh, Geordie about this. It's just like. What about if they're just like a species that have just completely eradicated? You know, like, I don't know, like, let's just say that, like, violence isn't even a thing. It's not, e- you know, it's not even a concept, Yeah. you know? Yeah. So actually, like, you know, if, if, if life has evolved on another planet somewhere and they've just evolved of just complete harmony mm. and then obviously they would just look down at us wouldn't they basically like, what the fuck they're like, savages yeah 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 <laughs> totally quarantine um yeah obviously just completely like mining and ruining like the world you know taking every, every everything that's that makes the world a special place basically just churning it up mm. burning it and you know killing all of the life um consuming and shitting yeah exactly exactly <laughs> just consume 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 um and obviously just destroying the planet destroying ourselves which ultimately will we will do like and unless elon musk obviously puts us <laughs> on mars and then we do become an interplanetary species mm. um but um but yeah like what about if you know this the you know the this this species of 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 alien? What about if like violence and 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 you know what about if it isn't even a, you know it's not even a thing mm. and they do live in complete harmony? Mm. Um, yeah, it's uh, interesting concept. There's, there's two is. books I want to talk about. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one is called Childhood End, and the other one is called The Forever War. So the Forever War briefly touches upon the, that concept you're talking about where they okay uh, they go out in space and like you know they they start um experiencing the effects of relativity so soldiers go away on tour to like right. to like populate planet when they come back like everyone they know is like 100 you know right. okay. <laughs> and okay. like you know the cultures change and they do it mm. like three or four times and then they they can't even recognize humanity anymore like at one point he talks to yeah, like okay. his mom who's been prolonged by age through like medical things right she's talking in shorthand she's like a lesbian she uh you know regular breeding is was, was banned long ago and now like right. it's common for women to love women men to love men and you right. know it's almost comical to put a penis in the vagina it's just like um so like relativity is like a huge issue but then they also come in contact with another higher thinking species that is okay. traveling through space okay. and that species has no idea what combat or violence or oh, really oh, okay but yeah, yeah. Human race being a human race star war <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> it's the forever war because when they come away and go away like no one can communicate with each other so through okay. the universe there is these different factions of the species that have different access different knowledge so much like when queen elizabeth declared that all pirates 
were to be sunk by Spanish ships. And right. then okay. the Spanish ships went out to, to sink a load. Okay. And then the Queen declared that that was not to happen. And then the Spanish, mm. the, I can't remember the, the name of the captain, came back like, I've sunk this many ships. Like, mm. oh, great, you're under arrest because it's actually like, that's not, but you're at sea, you didn't know what the yeah. rules were, they okay. changed. So like this, the same thing happened in like space. So they, you know, they would in, they'd come across a ship and they were like, they know there's a war like yeah, open fire yeah. and then like, vice versa like the technology would change so you know they would come into contact with a ship that's like thousands of years advanced because mm. they've gone through a certain like system of like rel- uh, relativity because time yeah. is changing each okay. so it was like chaos right so and then yeah. it's really hard for them because at some point they make peace but then they come across ships that have no idea about that okay. so then, like the war continues so it's forever war and yeah you know, and it's all about them trying to like sort of save the universe um, sounds amazing I've got to read this book man like this yeah. sounds really good like yeah it sounds right on my street the, the forever as uh, the uh, childhood end is about humanity's childhood ending which I think is okay. the closest thing to what reality what is with we... aliens right so um, the story starts with like a comet impacts hits Italy right and, like, immediately got my attention because I was just like oh <laughs> like, 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 the way they yeah. describe it they're like Italy was wiped out in a moment all its arts and like the history and, like, and I was just like oh how cataclysmic was it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, cataclysm <laughs> you say <laughs> and, uh, so, like Italy's gone and humanity's like fuck so they all band together and unify and they um they put out you know they, they we dominate the solar system it jumps forward and like you know we've got these like uh, AI satellites that like measure the movements of comets and mm. meteors okay and, and it's great and then they find uh, sorry it's a different book that's Rendezvous Rama they find an anomaly <laughs> <laughs> so that was a different one. So I'll talk about this one briefly <laughs> so they, they find this anomaly that's like a perfect cylinder the size of the moon traveling through right. the solar system much like Oumuamua like yeah yeah thing. yeah yeah and they uh, there's a ship nearby that can like intercept it nothing else can get to it so it's right. up to this crew there's like ragtag to like mm. investigate and it. it turns out to be like they, they can't work out it's like a giant screw or but then they can get in it and it's this inner cylinder planet with mm. like life and oceans and it's sort of very cool i wouldn't ruin anymore um yeah. sorry yeah, childhood yeah. end childhood end is what i want to talk about they're, they're like aliens land above earth kind of like the arrival like mm. over every major yeah. city okay. and then they in like perfect language of every continent mm. they say we're your overlords like we we're your supervisors mm. we're meant to you know we've been watching you for a long time now mm. is the time that we interact with you and we say um you know what the next steps are to like become part of like okay. the universe so humanity obviously is like resistance at first but they're like you know they just <laughs> like South Africa, so they give like Ten Commandments, like don't be racist, don't be uh, okay. Right. South yeah, Africa, yeah. like particularly racist, like they they struggle with that concept, so they they illuminate it purple, and everyone's kind of like, we don't know what this is doing, so let's just right. stop. So everyone okay. like harmoniously agrees to be good and follow these rules, and there's like a little rebellion, which is a side plot where people um are like kind of like trying to like bring down because they don't know if it's like russia because they, they, okay. they can't see it. it's just ships hovering that are broadcasting and they think it's russia yeah, it's gotta like, be the russians yeah yeah and then they they have an ambassador which is the main character who goes to the ship and he's in a seat but there's like a screen in front of him that you can't see through mm. where the voice comes from and he's like you're the ambassador to earth to us and you know we'll delegate what happens and um He's like, look, humanity wants to know what you look like, like because mm. we don't know if you're another human, so you got you got to right. like show face, and they're like, you're right. not ready to see it, so in three generations we'll show you, and he's right. like, well then I won't know, and then like it's about him wanting to know, but I won't ruin that bit, but yeah, okay. When um it skips ahead at one point, and spoiler alert, um, <laughs> do you want to know the spoiler? <laughs> yeah, go on, go yeah, on. yeah, yeah, go on, go on. 
the ship lands, the children go to the ship um, uh, with like flowers and greetings and things like that. Right. The aliens come out and they look like what we would stereotype Satan as. Oh, really? And okay. It all ties in relig- with religion and like Satan being like the destroyer. And, yeah. Because they've got like angel wings. And um, like the, the overall plot is that humanity keeps failing as lessons. And every time they yeah. fail, the species is just like, right, cataclysm. <laughs> Fuck right. you. Okay. And they start, but they're immortal. So they, they've watched all <laughs> history unfold. They know everything. They know we're fallible. And like, yeah, it's all about this like trial and ending of childhood. And, yeah. And how, okay. Yeah, it's fascinating book. So good. And they did a, a TV series of it, and um, the guy that plays—you didn't watch Game of Thrones, Tyrone Lannister. What's his name? He's an actor, really British. Like I'm so terrible at knowing actresses and actors. Oh, I'm th- the worst. My friend Mark's gonna kill me because it's like a, <laughs> like a really prominent person in our lives. What's 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 the, what's the um, what's the TV program called? Uh, a Charlton End. The Charlton's um, End. Okay. But the actor—he was one of the vampires and one of the. Um, underworld movies he was i'm awful honestly like i'm absolutely awful i was watching a <clears throat> i was watching a film over the weekend and uh yeah i thought once one of the characters was leonardo dicaprio um <laughs> and who was who i was with she was just like no <laughs> i was just like uh okay um, <laughs> i'm terrible i'm so terrible at recognizing actors and actresses um but i will hit that up yeah um, that sounds yeah. really really good um yeah like right up my street when it comes down to story wise um yeah that weird, sounds weird cool concepts. yeah man like i've definitely got to get the yeah, i've got to write those <laughs> i've got to write those two down man 100 percent um three hours <laughs> really wow it's the longest one um, yeah man yeah absolutely clammy hands long for um but no man that was yeah that was good that was good like time flies doesn't it yeah, yeah. okay so i mean i was gonna wrap this up with uh, what do you think life is but i think we've already touched upon that um, yeah I, I, we could end this with what would you say if you were presented with uh invited into a room with another intelligent okay. species how would you greet them? <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, that's a yeah. that's yeah. a that's a big one. That's Ambassador a big one. to Earth. There's yeah. a lot of pressure here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the first <laughs> face. Um, I'll probably yeah, I'll probably just start giggling, and then they'll just be like, "Whoa!" Like. <laughs> Who is who is this? Like, I like my stupid laugh, and I'll be like, "Hello, um, I'm Ryan from the planet Earth." Um, no, so um, I, man, like, yeah, obviously, I'd 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 want to understand. Um, I'd want to understand why they or no i'd actually I'd, I'd want to understand what their views on humanity are mm. um and i'd want to i'd want to discover the differences between us and them mm. um you know like do do they see us as savages um you know do they see us as a species to learn from mm. or do they see us as um a species of how not to 
you know live um like live their existence um but um but yeah man it's it's yeah it's 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 it's, it's, it's yeah it's a big one it's, it's a lot of pressure it's, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah 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 like, literally like <laughs> from the face of humanity <laughs> i present to you ryan gregory <laughs> um hello <laughs> um yeah it's um but no man yeah i'd yeah i'd i'd i would i would i'd want to know everything about them but yeah i'd want to know what their thoughts on us are um you know i really really would um because you know you know if they are if they are a species of of um no violence um and they certainly haven't blown us up yet so i don't know man like you know or maybe they're just planning yeah, yeah, they released um, a, a bioweapon with coronavirus. Ah, shit! <laughs> yeah, it's all alien. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, yeah, I, I just, I just want to learn as much as I can about them. Um, yeah, without them squashing me. Um, <laughs> just hang out, just hang out with them. Yeah. Cool. I'll tell you what I know, which you probably really know. <laughs> cool, man. Well, you awesome. are an amazing character. I'm so Thank glad you. I got to meet you. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. My Check pleasure. Out his artwork. Uh, yeah, I'll include everything in the in the links. So awesome. Can... Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds good. Awesome. Right. Awesome. Good Thank guess. you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, <everybody. laughs>